Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to another episode of the Kill Podcast. I am your host, as always, Alex, here alongside me, the inside of the insiders. <gasps> oh, the old intro song, it is back, Tyler Keel. Yes, 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 it is back, Alex. We're able to get get that taken I can get care. hype. You get can get hype. <laughs> yes, off with their heads. Uh, one of the uh, band from Canada, actually. And uh, I found this, I found that song. Well, yeah, that was our our first official theme, and we're back at it because why? We like, yeah, I'm sure everyone's listening like, yeah, we didn't like that one either. It doesn't seem, doesn't seem as, as intimate and as hype and stuff like that. So we decided we're going to go back to it. Yeah, if if if, uh, if that second theme was a, a thing of cereal, it would be Apple Jacks. Apple Jacks. Yeah, some people like it, a lot of people don't. I, you know, I like Apple Jacks, but you're right. You can't have it all the time. Or maybe Cookie Crisp. Cookie Crisp, I well, of course, remember Cookie Crisp for us was a big deal because we never had it. Well, so that's why whenever we did get it, it was oh, a... It went. Why, it went. It was gone. It came it and gone. it went. It was gone faster than anything else, and it was ridiculous. That is for sure. If you want to tell Tyler and myself your childhood, uh, childhood cereal loves and hates if you will uh, make sure to use the hashtag the keel podcast at the keel podcast on twitter get yourself involved in the conversation as we get into further the season we're going to be talking about a few things today we've got some some news we got some uh some knockouts some news, some oh. news. yeah we got some knockouts we got a shootout which tyler loves um a shootout where wasn't there a shootout Recently? Well, there have been shootouts, yes, but we don't need to talk about shootouts. Oh, that's fair. Um, and then we also have uh, some, some discussion time. Some, so basically, the end of the episode is going to be me and Tyler either talking at each other or yelling at each other. So make sure to use the hashtag, The Keel Podcast, to get involved in the conversation at The Keel Podcast on Twitter. We should probably mention, Alex, since we are recording this show on October the 22nd at 7 o'clock. Uh, 7.06 to be specific. 7.06. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, Leafs are in Boston tonight. So second half of back-to-back. We don't need to talk about the game last night because, listen, I everything about that game-winning goal was bad. I don't think Marner actually covered the puck. Marner attempted to cover the puck. But... How do you mean? Freddie was there. Well, the, the rule is obviously you cover the puck in the crease. It's a penalty shot. Mm-hmm. Marner didn't cover it. Mm-hmm. Frederick did. Mm. Then Nyquist goes in on goal and scores. Because mm. the hockey gods, right? Mm. Well, of course, I. you know what? I'll blame myself because, of course, I had to work at 5 o'clock this morning. Mm. And I wanted to go to bed. So, you know, at least. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, fortunately, Leafs went up uh-huh. right at the end of the second period. Yep. Right when I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Went to bed, uh-huh. listened to Joe Bowen call the Jackets' first goal, the tie angle. goal. Yep. And then listened to uh, Jim Ralph and Joe Bowen get really confused on the call, then uh, call the penalty shot goal. Hmm. And that was it. Because hmm. that's all they got. Because the NHL, well, the, if you listen to the game on the NHL app on the radio, oh, it, yeah. just, it just does the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Pre-game, no. Nah. Nope. Actually, no, they give you about five, ten minutes. Well, they, oh, they give you like they gave you like what, what Davenport does, where it's like, all right, you get five minutes of pregame, nope, and then nope, here's not, not for me. Nope, we get fifteen. I get well, yeah, because you have the admin power, and you click. I get said it's like, I get fifteen. I would, dude, I'd do a half hour. I would do a half hour. I would not want to listen to you for half hour. Well, here's okay. It'd be not okay. You're right. You would not want to listen to me staring at an ice rink. If we had graphics stuff like that, I'd love to. But well, not even graphics. Like I, here's the thing. 
even national broadcasts, whether it be Canadian broadcast or uh, an American one, it's a half hour. It, it's a half hour, but I'm only tuning in to maybe the last five minutes. Well, some people, yeah, some people just do, because some people don't. Just because I. Well, like tonight. Listen, so tonight, I, Leafs are on TSN. They were on for a half hour, but then again, they were talking about they were talking about the Leafs, but they were talking about other stuff. Fair. However, we'd be able to talk however, about other though, stuff. people that watch the the pregame. By the way, show, I should mention. Let's give me the, let me get to the point. Leafs and Boston are on right now. Yes, we are, the game is on. So I probably will react in a very salty manner because let's be honest, Hutchie's starting because Babcock is Babcock, and I'm gonna. Okay, well, here's the thing though. Go back, pre- go back, go back to your point. Go back to your point. Oh, about oh, listen to the pregame. Side note, side note. Babcock put Hutchinson in because it's a back to back, and you don't want to kill Freddie. No, period. you put Freddie against the good team though. Well, Hutch, but, Hutchie could have won last night. The game, but he didn't. It wasn't Freddie's fault. Uh, it wasn't not his fault either. Exactly, it was the team in front of him's fault because the defense. It was everyone's was, fault. The defense is shocking. It was everyone's fault. And I think if you put, you have a better chance of winning. Well, we'll we'll, with we'll, we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about. Leafs in Boston a little bit later on too, just because I mean you know kind of what Holy happened. Holy at least they won on Saturday. Yeah, they, for sure. Then we'll talk about that. But my my point with people that watch the pregame show of broadcasts, they're either one of two people, and there's no in between. They're either the people that don't don't pay attention to hockey, other than when they're watching it on TV. So they watch the pre pregame show, get you know all up to date, and then they watch the game. And then maybe they watch the the like post game show just you know wait for the coaches react stuff like that yeah that stuff like that just because I'm like hey, I'm already the TV's already on I'm just gonna fall asleep <laughs> okay dad um, dad falls asleep halfway through the third period let's be honest <laughs> no for sure well okay so I but so th- that's that's one person the other person is the person that is completely obsessed with hockey to the point where it is unhealthy. So he must watch what? every... What's wrong with having NHL Network on all day? I know I understand Kevin Weeks is annoying AF, but let's be honest, down here in the States, that's what we got. Let, But you, <laughs> don't need to, you don't need to fill every second of your day with hockey. TSN Overdrive on repeat, yes. No. Yes. O-Dog, McLennan, all day, er day. See, so then you have people like me, or, or you even... Who why you pay attention to hockey? You know you you're looking at you know signings and stuffs and trades and all that. I good. follow hockey all the time. Now yes, I know that I'm well, doing not this. not all the. You don't spend every second of your day basically because I can't because this whole work thing gets in the way of that. Trust me, dude. You know how much I would do if I didn't have a job. Nothing. How much? Are you kidding me? If you didn't have a job, you'd I would do have nothing. a da- I would have a daily hour show recapping the games from the night before and have like a weekly like this. I would be Jeffrey Merrick. No, you do a bi-weekly. No, bi- no, every day. I'd, or no, I would do a weekly show like this. We do the Kiel podcast, but I would do like recaps from the night before, like a quick hour, you know, show, whatever, da-da-da-da-da. Mm. Like do it every morning. So I'd be like Jeffrey Merrick, except on a very small scale. Yeah. Sure. Jeff Merrick, Hockey Central every day, except for Wednesdays with David and David Amber takes in. And 31 Thoughts once a week. Yeah, but you see... Except here's the problem. We're like half 31 thoughts, so we're like 15 and a half thoughts, and Hockey Central, more like hockey uh, over here. No, instead of 31 thoughts, we're 31 brain cells. How about that? 31 brain cells. There we go. 31 we're chromosomes. Ch- we're, ch- we're one chromosome away from becoming a potato. <laughs> Thank you, Golden Girls. <laughs> I wish I came up with that one, but that's that's not me. No, that, that's, ain't, that ain't you at all. That's, um. oh gosh, who's the older one? Dor- Dorothy? Dorothy's the, old, the tall one, right? Because there's Blanche, Rose, and Dor- uh, Dorothy? Donna. 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 
I yeah. think. I'm not Darts sure. Darts with a D. Oh, please. Someone's going to be like, I was okay. If any of our listeners watch the Golden Girls, uh, first of all, they're either really obsessed with them or they are old. And I don't think any of our listeners are. Or old. they're just dope. Or they're just cool. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. I'll be honest. Cool uh, so, people watch. Hey, I watched the Golden Girls. Golden but- Girls is legit. I See, still remember that part from 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 Airheads. B. Arthur, outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> yes, remember guys when Brendan Fraser was popular. Yes, early nineties. Uh, Steve Buscemi was Steve Buscemi, and Adam Sandler was not. Steve Buscemi has always been Steve Buscemi, but you, Adam Sandler was not funny. Adam Sandler yet he was just dumb. Adam Sandler. Well, no, he was fun. He was no. Dumb this funny. was ninety four. Adam Sandler. This was yeah, before so the, Billy Madison. No, but this was SNL. Adam Sandler. So he was still hilarious. He was, was just it? yeah, it was. It was probably it was early yeah, that, on. Well, that's how he got on the movie is because they're like, Chris hey, yeah. there's this there's this one guy that's on this show called SNL. He's freaking stupid. He acts like an idiot, and people love it. So hey, what there's we that gonna, other guy, Chris Farley. Let's so, make him a secure. Let's make so, him a cop. So what are we gonna do? Hmm, I don't know. Take the guy that's funny for being stupid and make him play a stupid character who and, who and plays then, a pool boy and a drummer. And then we're gonna make that dresses up as Zorro. Like, <laughs> I come feel, on! I, I feel like I look stupid. I, you feel, look, like, I feel like I look stupid. <laughs> I look like a, <laughs> that whole movie. It's just such a dumb concept, but it's wonderful. Gotta love the nineties. <sighs> I miss the nineties. You were you can't say anything. I you love nineties lo- culture. You, you love the yes, you love the nineties culture. You weren't alive enough to understand nineties culture. I was there for. You were there for a, a cup of coffee. A year and a few months. You were there for a cup of coffee. Yeah. I was there for hashtag a good, 98, I, hashtag November. What's up? I you were probably the you, like 97 and later. Like that's why I say Kelly's like, I'm a 90s baby. No, you're not. Well, you techni- were, no, technically she's a 90s kid. Well, yes, technically anyone Well, no, born, no, she's not a 90s kid, she's a 90s baby. Technically anyone that's born on December 31st of 99 is, but guess what? That doesn't count at all. No, it does though. It doesn't. Do I know why? It doesn't count. Not born in 2000. Hashtag not 90s kid. Not not a 2000s kid. Not 90s and she's a hashtag. They're really not. Oh, hey, hey. I'm a hashtag Zoe 101 kid. How about that? Hey, you know what? Before she had her first child, she was kind of, she was attractive. That damn kid ruined that show. You want to know why? Because that show stopped. It just stopped. Stopped on a dime. Didn't give anyone change, Alex. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes hard. Sla- no, they, no, they put they slammed the brakes. They put the you know they put that idea right through the windshield. Yeah, well, I'm putting you right through the windshield because we got to start talking about hockey. Oh yeah, again. You know that's hey, we were talking about hockey. We started off talking about the Leafs and Bruins and pregame and stuff like that. And See, that- I feel like we need a mid-season series. Like we have we have our angry August and stuff. We need a mid-season series where we can just it's called tangents and tangerines. That was an episode. I know. We had an episode. I know we did, but we need to make it a a, a whole like series. We'll make it a month long. It'll a be a month long of tangents. No, because guess what? Oh, we're gonna tangents have enough, and tangerines. We have we'll, enough uh, tangents as it is. That's fair. Oh my gosh, are you telling me the Leafs are getting a power play in Boston and Freddie Gochis is fighting someone? And Pasternak looks hurt. My goodness, this is a weird start. Are we sure this is drawn in Boston, not like Providence and the Marlies? Ben, ooh, ooh, pastas, pastas wins and eh, it's probably still a stinger. I missed oh. it. Uh, who knows? What well, happened. we should mention David Krejci's on IR right now. He is on. He was day to day, but he's been put on IR retroactive to a few weeks ago. Oh, yep, Tori Krueger. That's you can't do that. Oh wow, you know what? Okay, so it's Tori Krueger and Freddie Goat. Hold the phone. No, 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 no. I need to explain what happened here. So. 
Gauthier and Kruger playing playing hockey as boys do. They're playing hockey. Well, thank you, Alex. I'm glad you notified the sport. Could have thought they were playing bandy. Krug gets a stick all up in Gauthier's business. Which is not that difficult. The boy's got a 12-foot wingspan. Yeah, and Gauthier goes down to a knee, gets the call, and... uh, Kruger says he dove, pretty much. Well, well, he says he dove, and then proceeds to give him a nice little shove in the chest, but then Gauthier gives him a cross-check in the chest, and you know what freaking Krug does? Whips his head back like he just got cross-check in the face. I will say, well, it's, you know what? Tory Krug is an interesting player. I know he played for Michigan State, so he really has no merit in ever playing hockey ever again. But yeah. he's a, he's such a, like we talked about in the playoffs, he does not play like he's five foot eight, five foot nine, however tall he is. No. He plays like he's six foot three. And, which makes him why he's beloved in Boston. But, and I know that his, this is his contract year, so he's got a, you know, he's got a lot of pressure on him. He's pretty much the future. Him and Charlie McAvoy, who has a very punchable face are the future of the Boston defense. Not Brandon Carlo. <laughs> well, here's the thing. He's got he's got the temper of Sedano Chara, but he's got the spunk of Marshan. The skill of Marshan. And the yeah. spunk. And the spunk. He's got every, he's got exactly what Boston Bruins fans want. He can play defense, he can he can put up points and he plays defensively. He's so. just dangerous because he's got little man syndrome and a half decent sized man. Yeah, because Brad has that anyways. But I, the thing is, is you know, because I, I remember watching him play for Michigan State, and that was, that was probably the last good year and a half for the Spartans. Since then, they've been dog. They've been dog crap. Well, uh, Michigan can't really compete, but yeah. Oh, I'm not saying Michigan. I mean, But then again, you could say, well, hey, Marty Turkle's last game was the last time they were good. <laughs> no, they made it to the national championship. Was it 2011? I know. That was the over. The, some people would the, say that, though. The Sean because. Hunwick. Man. Yes, the Sean Hanagero. Yes, the, the one year. <laughs> um, but you could tell he was above everyone else. He was an undrafted player, signed with Bruins. Remember the hashtag Legend of Krug playoffs? I think it was the 2013 playoffs. It was. 2013 or 2014 playoffs. And he really showed that he could play in the NHL that year. And he's really grown ever since, and he's only getting better. So Right. And it doesn't help. It doesn't, you know... You don't, he you don't, oh, he almost scored two you don't want, in the box. Yeah, you don't want to overshoot the fact that he also has a lot of, you know, solid veteran people that were able to kind of let him mature in the NHL quicker than most would. And that was the thing. Claude Julien didn't throw him to the Wolves. He he played him smart minutes early on. Right. Which, he, made, which gave him the ability to progress and, and evolve. That is one thing I will say. Claude Julien is, as of right now, one of the best coaches in the NHL for nurturing talent. Because right now he's on a Montreal, he's with Montreal, and there's, I mean, they're not, yeah, they're look, not barbering out of the look playoffs. Look at their but. team right now. Look I mean, at, look, their younger talent aren't getting played like super duper minutes. I mean, they, ha- they have to, but like they the have right to, players so, are. The they right have players. to sometimes. Like I Suzuki, will give you Suzuki that. Suzuki getting two goals the other night. That's Yes. Big. He plays them smart. He knows when to put players in a situation. He's, and, of course, and of course, Johnny Duran, I just wrote a piece on him for the hockey writers. He's having a much better year. I I never really get into dive into analytics, but a lot of his numbers, his goals per sixty assists, like his expected goals for, it's a lot better than last season. And he's just about a point a game pace right now. It's funny. I wrote the article and then he went pointless against, I believe, Minnesota the other night. So I felt kind of that felt was bad. a weird game though. Yes, as yeah. just just in general for both were, sides because they were up and they fell back and. And then Erickson Eck blocked freaking three Shea Weber shots in a row. 
Yeah. It was like, uh, oh, what's that? What's that one video? Um, oh, it's the the goalie, or no, it's the. Well, it's it's that. Um, isn't it like Studio Six where it's the the volleyball one and oh, you just get uh, keeps getting slammed in the face. Um, oh my gosh, uh, Scott Stalin, <laughs> the man, <laughs> the, the man, <laughs> the, the legend. <laughs> oh, they lifted him. Oh my gosh, he did it. Oh my god! Yeah, oh my gosh. Look up Scott Sterling on Okay, on there's YouTube. two. There's the original, which is the football one, the penalty kicks one. The, which yeah, is, the soccer one. Which is the better one, I believe. But then there's the volleyball I think one. The volleyball one's The just volleyball funny. one's great because they actually have like North Carolina they did like North Carolina versus BYU. They had like legitimately North Carolina's volleyball coach on the sideline screaming and throwing a fit. It's <laughs> You didn't you never notice that? No, like, I, it, I noticed that. But oh man. It is oh. good stuff. But there's a lot of good stuff on the internet. Just you there's just a lot a, of well, there's a lot of good stuff, but there's even more bad stuff. Yeah, like this you, podcast you're listening to here on Google Play, Apple or Google wait, Google Podcasts. Sorry, Google, Google Podcast, Podcast, Apple Podcasts, and despite circumstances, we are still on Spotify. I think they. I mean, they we're said, working out the kinks. They they confirmed. They said we confirmed it. We just gotta make sure it's up in a few hours. Right. Um, and we're also. I mean, we'll do this a little bit later on. Well, here's the thing too. We'll be I going mean, on Twitter live. Yeah, we'll, we're gonna try. We'll we're do gonna do a hot segment. You know, it might be a complete flop. It might work. Who well, knows? the funny thing is, everyone's like, "Oh, people that are probably you know listening to it now, like, yeah, we saw it already. Why do you need to tell us that you're going on? Because, well, I mean, we can't just live stream. We're not gonna live stream a podcast, okay? That's just yeah, that's just overbearing because nobody's gonna listen to us for two we hours. See, we tried that once and it didn't really work. Oh, we, we didn't we live stream because we, we weren't live. We were like, yeah, we'll just do like a live episode and just. Didn't end up being live. It was just a regular episode. Well, I would <laughs> like. To, I don't know how we could do it live, like this, without like being on radio. Uh, you would. You could do, we could do it through. Um, I'm not sure if Twitter has a Twitter live. No, no, that's what we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna do. We're doing Twitter <gasps> live. Does, but I don't know. But the thing is, I want no, like, Twitter does, something but, you could play in the background. Like, hello. Um. Play. Well, you see, it's hard. Because then you'd have to be on something like radio. So that would kind of defeat the purpose. Just because on all the, the three major platforms, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, um, all the, the live stuff or... I mean, I don't think Instagram has a lot. They just have Instagram TV. So I guess we could just say Facebook and Twitter. Right. And the they are in video form. But I... but I, So that's, that's why that's why when you see, when you see like... Um, like pages will go, you know, every so often. It's actually become more popular that you see like pages they'll just go live for just like quick updates and stuff and they'll they'll do like a, a five minute video, which I don't really understand too much. I don't see why you would go live for five minutes. Well the hard part is that I'd always want to like I wanna try something like that where we could record and go live, but I just don't like Facebook and Twitter and YouTube, there's no unless you have like YouTube premium, you can't have it going on in the background. You can't Right. Play it on your phone um, and put it in your pocket and away you go. Oh my yeah. goodness, my phone is blowing up right now. Right. Not in a good way. And and it's on fire. To be to be fair. To be fair. It's it's just not there yet. The there's not a podcast app out there that's popular enough that streams podcasts. For free live. For free live. Because I know, with, like, you, even with you having the ability to like lock your phone but still have it pop up. Because we're on TuneIn, but we're not on TuneIn until we post it. Right. And so and then and TuneIn is you know your online radio, but 
I mean, the hard it's part still, is it's here, it's not an online radio in the in the aspect of everything's live. It's just like your any other podcast app. And here's the problem with all that is the fact that you know you you want to go live and stuff like that, but you just can't because if you if there's anything like that, you have to pay for it. And right. And it's just it it's tough with what it is. Yeah, and I'm, this just goes back to, you know, what's available right now. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe in a couple years we'll have something like this where there, there'll just be an app that someone creates, whether it be one of the major, like, you know, whether it's Google or Apple or whoever. Maybe they're just like, you know what? We should make a podcast app, but it's radio. But then again, you also have people that say, no, you shouldn't do that because the, the beauty of podcasts is that they you have people that record them and then, you know, you listen to them at your leisure. So, like like one podcast I listen to, it's like the Lore podcast. It's just folklore. So yeah. I can, like, if I'm just driving or whatever, I can listen to it. It's got a calming voice, and it's it's cool. And I don't, I don't have to, I don't have to, like, listen in, or I don't have to, like, stay in touch with the schedule of the podcast, or the podcast. Well, that's why the nice part is we'd be live, but we'd also be recording, and so it'd be, like, dual. So, I mean... It would be like, so, in essence, Hockey Central at noon. Right. We would record the two-hour episode, do it live. People could listen to us live. But and then if they don't but, listen to it, it's on demand. And the hard part is, of course, is that uh, radio is uh, not easy to get on. because No, because it, it just costs money. That's two the things. problem. One, we're a, we're a one sports show. If, if we wanted to go on radio, we'd have to have a two-sports show. Second, radio. No, we wouldn't have to be. Because if you think about it... If okay, we, if we did like an hour... 96.1 yeah. is the local ESPN channel. If we... There are people that strictly talk about Detroit sports. There are shows that strictly talk about hockey. Well, not, not necessarily hockey, but like baseball when it's in season. Here's uh, the problem, Football though, when it's in season. And I... Since I... One of the guys who work with at Berlin, Matt McKendricks, Mackenzie McKendricks, however you want to call him, he worked for B93, local station here, country station. Country boy. And the radio wow. environment that is today, the industry is complete garbage compared to what's... Like, there's no local content anymore. Hashtag local content. It's, well, there is. It's just not very good. Well, the pro, like, you know, the ticket. 107.3, the ticket. There is one local show on there. There's one guy. There's a three-hour show every day. That's it. Everything else, syndication. It's all syndicate now. Why? It makes more money. Because people pay to get their show syndicated. Right. Syndication is pretty much ruined, despite having the idea of that you're able to get everyone well, everyone getting listened to you across the country. It's literally ruined the. It's ruined radio. Well, it hasn't ruined radio at all. That's not. It's hindered it. No. It's hindered the local no. flavor to it. It's. Like gonna, the local, I want to word this as appropriately as because are are the Griffins on the ticket now? They're on the ticket, right? The Griffins... Or they're not 107.3, 106.9, pardon me. Griffins are on 106.9. Which is the ticket. Which is, yeah, that's the... Right. Yeah. Um, but the, So there's the Griffins, the Whitecaps, and I don't think the Drive have it. But the point is, is that... The Drive are on 96.1. But in terms of having one, local talk shows, local sports talk shows, see, there's but nothing. There is an option for that. So you talk about syndication and how it, you know, it's kind of tainted the local flavor of it. That's just due to the corporate demands. Because no, that's not even corporate demands. It's just the 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 land of radio, if you will, 
is changed. And it's not saying, you know, it's ruined or it's tainted or whatever. It's different, yes. And it's evolved, yes. But it's not ruined. I mean, you can listen to the radio still, and it's still a, you can still have a good show um, to listen to if you're, if you're still under listening to radio for extended periods of time. But everything points towards trying to have your content, whether it's quality or not, go out to as many people as possible. Just because that that's what people are looking for. So oh, pass, if, it, pass is not hurt. He just scored. Oh, lovely. Shocker. one nothing with 9-12 in the uh, first period. Top line for Boston scoring. And this is where we just get mad. Not mad. But, but going back to radio and stuff because we're a hockey podcast. <laughs> because, um, you know, we talk about hockey on this hockey show. Totally. Yeah, we, just, we just go on a bunch of tangents. Is that why we're not in DTS anymore? No. Um, no. No, because we decided that we yeah, knew, we yeah, knew better. Yeah, there were things and stuff and stuff and things. things and yeah, stuff. we knew better. Um, but, no, it's just that's how you... Th- how you have to think about it. And a lot of these, these sports shows, um, if they're not sponsored by somebody, you know, these, these jockeys or these sports shows, they're, they're paying out of pocket to be on air just because if you're not sponsored by, uh, an outside organization or the, the station itself, which the station will be wanting to looking for listener numbers. It's hard to, you know, really show, Hey, I got, you know, 50 listeners, from the local area. Okay, so why would I have 50, 50 listeners compared to, you know, 10,000 listeners? Which, oh, which, oh. which happens when there's, you know, kind of syndicated radio. Or, right. you, or you have these... It makes ra- more money, yeah. Or you have the radio stations like 97.9 GRD where they're played in multiple places. Well, yeah. Jeff Freebird Hot Wings is. Just Freebird Hot Wings. Well, right. That, that's what I meant. Freebird Hot Wings. It's, it's not just a well, local... It's, it's not just a local entity anymore. Alex, we got it. We got a review. Oh, we have a review. We have a review on the goal. Good. Mikey Babcock getting in there. Or is it, you think it's, I mean, we, we have the sound off, obviously, because, you know, we can't, actually can't, uh, well, we've done no, it before. No, we're not we doing that. Trouble. We're not doing that. Ooh, did Bergeron's foot lift? Oh, yeah. Is this a good time to talk about the outside rule, Alex? He's offsides. Well, okay. Do I, you want to get in the offsides rule right now? But no, but that that's that's yeah, my that's, that's my right. view on radio. Um, it's not ruined. It's just evolved. Well, we'll it's like the, it's like saying that TV's has been ruined. We'll get into the offside rule here in a second, but before we go any further, Alex, we would be remiss if we do not give a shout out to the folks down in Dallas and the Fort Worth area. Correct. We just want to let you know that our thoughts and prayers are with the families that are affected by that tornado. It is never a laughing matter. That thing looked horrifying. Right, and, and we it, also it is in Tornado Alley, so everyone's like, "Yes, it happens all the time. Aren't you prepared for it?" Well, you can't prepare for a tornado. I mean, you can. It's just very. I mean, it's very. You, you can't control it. You can't. Right. I mean, it's easy to say, the, the "Oh, damage. well, why don't you live underground?" I mean, you can. It's possible, but it's just a lot of money. And so, so I mean, it sound. I haven't heard any. Haven't heard any casualties, which is nice. Which is which good. I, I mean, obviously there's damages, but yeah, like Tyler Sagan's old house that was up for sale. Right. I mean, it's just one of those things where you're you're just waiting to hear the body count or you're just like this is the number of people injured or something like that but just be, just because they're so defi- devastating like people were trying to contact him and they couldn't but it sounds like you know there's i mean no issues i mean i, I think the communication lines are getting opened back up which is good yeah and natural na- natural disasters man they they kind of and i mean also um i haven't heard a lot of news from it yet just because i'm not into paying attention to the news so much as of right now 
But oh, trust me, you should have seen on the, Twitter yesterday. The Canadian election was yesterday. The PM like, oh Jesus, Pete. Hey, who think, won? Trudeau. Oh, okay. <laughs> so everyone. So Yay! So it's funny. All of the people that I follow on Twitter were. By the way, no goal. They reversed it. He was offsides, and hey, Boston told you. And Boston's going to score again. It looks like. Um, but yeah, because I follow a lot of people from out west, right? And quick Western thing, Canada. Western Canada. There's been a lot of, you know, employment, unemployment rate, stuff like that's going up. And so everyone's blaming the East, of course. So there's a lot of that. So, listen, Quebec is not going to secede from Canada. Yes. Saskatchewan and over is going to secede from Canada. No, they're not. I, I'm, it's, a, it's a joke, Alex. Okay. <laughs> I just, the way hashtag Twitter was last night. Hashtag, hashtag Twitter. Twitter. Yes. Hashtag Twitter. It was pretty. That's a bad. bit redundant. It is a bit redundant, Alex. But yeah, we, we thought some prayers to the people in Dallas. And then also, um, I was going to say, um, haven't heard much yet from the tropical storm that kind of rooted from Gulf of Mexico. I don't uh, know. I don't know if I don't know if that's it happened yet, or if there's not been anything of note that's came across. Ba- basically, I haven't gotten like a huge news thing because um, I kind of have a filter on my phone that basically it kind of it vets all news to be to be very specific things. Um, so if there's anything that's going down there, also thoughts and prayers to all you guys, because man, the South is just—you guys get hit with a lot of stuff. And I mean, I know we get hit with the polar vortex, but that's well, that's manageable. One, yeah, that's one thing. And not to mention, I mean, Michigan—it's very easy to survive a polar vortex. What do you do? You stay inside. You stay warm. That's it. Tornado blows your house down. Going to stay inside? Nope, because it's gone. <laughs> Tropical storm. You going to stay inside? Nope, because it's not there. It's underwater. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, it's a human aquarium. Right. But um, Thoughts and prayers to all you guys. I, yes. know, I know I make the jokes and stuff, but, you know, for, for in all sakes and purposes and all that good stuff, make sure that you guys are staying safe down there. Um, do we want to mention the Kobe cave fight? I mean, we can probably just, yes, I okay. want to talk about it. It's I'll take only two minutes on it tops. Good could, fight Stockton and Bakersfield. So basically the, the AHL affiliates. So of, pretty much the battle of Alberta, except yeah. in Florida or California. So the battle of California, AHL, I mean, no, those just are, the, nah. you see, you'd say the battle of California. However, there's also Ontario. That's why the battle of Alberta in like the WHL is like, all right, which one? So right. The, so it, oil, it doesn't matter. So when the Oil Kings played the Hitman last year, everyone's like, what? But um, everyone's like, it's like one of 12 teams. No. Um, yeah. Just the the NHL battle, the battle of, of Alberta, Alberta goes California. There you go. Goes, yeah, there you go. Travels a little bit farther south. Um, all in all, a solid fight. I wish I was there to see it in person. Good tell. And both guys, so... Colby Cave and Martin uh, Pospisil were the uh, two guys fighting for the... Pronunciation check on that one, please. It's P-O-S-P-I-S-O-L. I'm going to say Pospisil. I know. That's what I'm just saying for someone that, you know, they can can comment and just give us the pronunciation. Hashtag, 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 hashtag. hashtag. This is why Facebook Live would be great, because they could, like, post it and say, hey, it's this pronunciation like this, or, like, Twitter Live. Does Twitter Live see... Do you see comments on Twitter Live? I think so, yeah. Okay. Because we're going to find out here. Facebook Live is more... We're going to find out here in a couple minutes. But good fight all in all, and oh 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 boy oh oh buddy buddy sorry. just got buddy just got rocked he yep. just got he just got it in the chin couple and knocks there it's uh it was like one of the it was like the the one clip 
from, or the one, I guess you could call it a scene from Sherlock Holmes, the Robert Downey Jr. one, where it's like the good one or the eh one or the, the, excuse me, the, the first, better. the first one. Okay. So the better one. Yes. Oh, I would say the second one was better, but never, I, I have my own opinions. Where you like? Don't forget, you're dating a, anal- you're dating a girl that thinks the Charlie's Angels movie with Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and Lucy Liu is bad. Well, it's a stupid movie. It's it's so stupid. It's good. No, it's it's stupid. And me and you were raised on it, so we're like, that's a good movie. Like the same way we thought, like Reload by Metallica. That album was good. And then we're I like, still think it's good. It's got a couple. No, hits. it's good. It's a good okay. Album. It's be- okay, it's better than Load and better than Saint Anger. And Shane was not that bad. Oh my gosh! Don't even get me started with that. Name me a song on there, Alex, with the exception of Saint Anger. Uh, oh, what's it called? Um, oh God, what is it? Exactly. I'm trying to think of it right now. I can't. I can't pl- name. I, I invisible kid never see what he did. Got stuck right here. Yes, that one. The green. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was when he came out of rehab the first time James did. But good tilt. Good tilt. Just got rocked. That was all. Um, so Tyler's now going to try to set up a Twitter yes. thing. So, But while he's doing that, I'm going to go over some some news that we have. So fun fact for you guys. Brian Boyle signed a one-year $940,000 contract with the Florida Panthers. This is being reported by none other than big old Bobo Bob McKenzie. And he, uh, by the way, the camera's on a tilt, Ty. I see that. I'll fix it. Yeah, you better fix that. Um, so, big old Bobo says that Brian Boyle is in Florida now, and I can't help but wonder what this does for the rest of the forwards on the Panthers. So I Boyle, he brings a, that veteran presence that I really don't even think he, it's a veteran thing, though. Well, they need some help because for some reason this team is not performing well, and the offense isn't there, and, of course, Bobrovsky is not... Brabrowski. He no, is. he's not. He's off the case. But Brian Boyle brings into this team what I think they've needed for quite some time and they just haven't had. They, they've they just been this team that's kind of exciting when, when, they, when they're trying really hard, but they're small. They're, 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 they're kind of small and Brian Boyle just brings that big old presence to him. And he, and he obviously can get some help from the back end with the, the, the two 33 year olds, at least with Keith Yandel and Anton Strawman being big old boys, but that just, it just another big body that can help, you know, take care of a couple guys like, like, uh, like Huberdo, um, Barkov, Hoffman, all those good guys. But now that Tyler is back in the why, why, why is it zoomed in so much? I don't know, Ty. Why, why do you have it zoomed in We're gonna so much? We're going to try it again. You're going to try that again? Okay. So while he's doing that, I'm going to keep talking about some news. Uh, we did mention that uh, David Krejci was placed on IR. Um, another guy that was placed on IR was Adam Ernie of the Detroit Red Wings. Funny enough, though, uh, Jonathan Erickson was activated from IR, and he's now on waivers. And we are live. We are live, Alex. Good. We're live. We're and- live on Twitter. We're live, and then we're also talking about the wings. So all the people that are listening that are from the local area or Michigan, they'll also be involved. So we were just talking about local flavor and stuff like that. Local flavor. Local flavor. Flavor. Double the E, double the Z, double the flavor. The flavor, the flavor. You see, you and I only get that. Or anyone else that probably the the two other people that went to see Rock of Ages in that theater. 
no, there were more than two people. And we all laughed when he said, and he goes, it's on, 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 on. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because it, that's the lyric. Uh, so anyone that does not, so somehow this went on like live because I used the hashtag flames and the hashtag kings one. Uh, we're the cool podcast, by the way. Howdy, hi, ho there, neighbors. And this is Alex, one of our usual hosts. Sometimes shows up, sometimes he doesn't. Hey, I am Tyler. I, two weeks in a row, I'm on fire. You're on fire. You're on a hot streak, man. I'm, I'm. You're I'm, like, you're like Nick Suzuki right I'm now. I'm flaming right you now. You are like Nick Suzuki. I'm flaming I right think now. That, oh yeah, flames. I see Calgary. Yeah, see there. Not, not the flame in a, you know. Kind of like, you know, yeah, like yeah. So, someone's like extremely one thing or another. I'm, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm on fire right now. And if it looks like I'm looking beyond the phones because we have the Leafs game on behind us, because yes, we are, yes, hello. We, no, you, this was your idea. I'm just enjoying. Oh, well, I'm talking about the Leafs game. I'm talking about, I'm, we're Leafs fans and that's why the game's on behind us. Well, yes. Um, so, but reason why, Alex, we got to go live because one of the big things we want to talk Ooh, about today, but, but, whoa, but, but first, but first we, we still have, we have, st- we still have our listeners here that are listening to this. You know, we'll get, we'll get to Mr. Kachuk and Mr. Dowdy in a hot second, but Jonathan Erickson, quick, like two minute thing. Jonathan Erickson, I mean, they to start the clock Alex. activated on IR or activated from IR and then automatically placed on waivers. What does this mean for a Grand Rapids and B Detroit? Well, they're losing. Well, I think they're only going to get one million dollars of cap relief if he clears. If he because nobody's picking up Erickson, nobody. You don't think no no one's desperate enough to pick up a D man like that? A D man that can't play, that's not been able to play for two years. He's not been a he's not been a reliable defenseman for the last. I couldn't tell you how long. Mm. And so I don't really like. The fact that, I mean, I, he's going to come down to Grand Rapids, and if he retires, he retires. You know, I, I don't see him being an impact player. Look, I'm trying to think of even Florida, who, who may need think, depth defenseman. He's not even worth it. Do I you don't think he just ends up being one of those guys that... Like Dan Cleary? <laughs> well, not not necessarily Dan Cleary, but one of those guys that has their stint in the show, but ends up playing a few more years in the AHL and he retires. He didn't have a stint, though. He had a decent career. I'm not going to knock him on that. No, no, that's what I mean. I like, just don't think he's good enough to be to play in the NHL anymore. Same thing with Nicholas Cronwall. Thankfully, that he just said, "Hey, we're going to just please just retire, Nick." Then we'll, well take- no, it wasn't. Somebody asked him to. He just that was on his own accord. Come on, come on, dude. I, no, 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 no. Don't you come on. He was not. You listen. I think nobody, his nobody, body, his body was deteriorating, but he was going to keep playing. No, listen. At you. Everyone in their everyone in their life has their 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 time, and they're just like, listen, is it worth it for me? Because I mean, Nicholas Cronwall has a life outside of hockey, and you know what? Now 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 he's able to experience that. He's front office guy now. Well, yeah, he's front office guy now, but he's also going to be able to live a life outside hockey. He doesn't have to spend all of his time training or or ah. There go the Bruins. Bruins scored. Told you they were going to score. They're the Bruins. They're always going to score. Well, of course, they have the goal. They're, they are literally... They are literally just... One they are delaying the inevitable. One of the, one of the best teams in hockey. Period. Period, period, period. I don't care if I don't like them. They're one of the best. Were they onsides this time, though? Looks uh, like it. Oh, I don't know. Pasta, Pasta was flying in that neutral zone, man. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, Pasta always kidding. flies. Pasta just went between the legs on Hutchie. Yeah, well, that I don't think Freddie would stop that one. Right. But let's get to the big. Let's get, get to, the, to the, the the meat of the reason why we're on here, Alex. So Drew Doughty. Drew Doughty. Said after the game. Which game, Alex? The game between the Los Angeles Kings and the Calgary Flames. But he said this, Alex, after the overtime goal earlier this season. 
after the overtime goal said, um, paraphrasing, obviously, just because I don't have the direct quote right in front of me, that the beef was over. Yeah. And beef's the be- over. We're not. The beef that he was referring to was between himself and one good old Matthew Kachuk. Not the taco meat. No. No, 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 no. Not so, the burger meat. No. So, okay. listen. I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> And, and, and then he just goes on um, just today and says that to the with the Winnipeg media that he's got rivals. Or, or, he's got rivals with every team. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, you know, you know, it's, it's just is, another team. You know, it's just another guy that I have a rivalry with. But, shut up. But you low bridge Kachuk. So, yeah. OK, so I talked about it on the podcast. It wasn't the one you were here about when, you know, Kachuk led the Kings back into the game, had that highlight reel goal knocking out of the Kachuk, air. Kachuk led the Kings, Ty. Led the Flames against go. the Kings. You're then, on fire. Then Drew Doughty. Yes, I am. Then Drew Doughty, of course, gets the game-winning goal, laughs in the face of the Flames fans, yada, yada, yada. They play again this past week, mm-hmm. past weekend. They do. And Drew, Drew Doughty, is a, he's a tough hockey player. He he plays on the edge a little bit. I don't think he low-bridges a guy unless he sees that it's Matthew Kachuk coming down the wing. No, usually he'll lay the body into him and try to knock him down straight up. He'll maybe give him the Rob Blake derriere hit. That's the kind of hit he'd give. Good old butt check. He went below the butt. He He did. He saw knees and he thought, there's a target for you. Now, let me tell you why it's completely wrong that he says the beef's over. Because you're a liar. Not just that, no. You lie. Because Giordano. That's why. Pizza? No, the player. Ah. The hockey boy. Jack you Johnson, the you saw the hockey player. How, so those two go after it, and then I forgot who the third guy into the the scrum was, but it was Judon. Oh no, um, who was the, the guy from L.A.? Yeah, the it guy from Clifford. L.A. It was Clifford. oh, that was Clifford. So then Giordano sees one guy coming in, jumps over all three of them, Spare! and then just straight up sh- body slams this dude. He does a John Cena shoulder block. He d- flying he sho- across. He the shoulder pile. blocks him. He just- and. Those, Just you know what, solely for that fact, that beef, quote-unquote, is not over. Oh that is a rivalry. I want L.A. to be good just so they play each other. That's the only reason ca- why. I don't even care if they're good. No, they need to be good because I want a seven-game series, but it won't happen because L.A. sucks. And at least Calgary's can... It off- won't happen, though. Calgary's offense can at least get them to the play. Honestly, as of right now, ex- with you know partition to the Leafs and Bruins, the West is winning. They are far more entertaining than the East right now. Oh, yeah, because you got Vegas and San Jose. Yeah, Vegas and San Jose. The Battle of Alberta is still a thing because now Edmonton's good, question mark? Calgary, Calgary is... If Brad Marchand was a team and just pissing everybody off, it's Calgary. Well, no, it's Edmonton. People, Okay, people are still... No, Edmonton, Edmont, Edmonton needs to shut up. Edmonton is the Toronto of the West. It's no, they're no. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah, they're yes. hot right now. Great. No, I'm talking I'm talking I'm talking about the fan base the way it is in the media. It's pretty much Toronto West. No. They Edmonton's will not just toxic. It's it's like Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Being a Leafs fan and being a part of being a member of Leafs media is just it's a horrible cesspool of sadness. Well, Toronto's just If Twitter was a city. Yeah. Uh, yeah it'd be Toronto yeah, slash Edmonton yeah, battling yeah. for the top spot. No, and well, mixture not, with the mixture of Capitol Hill, just because you got it, you know, or no, Parliament I mean, Hill now. No, just in general. Just, but ugh. I like the fact that there is a rivalry, and the fact that one player is denying it, it just makes me laugh. Because what do you? What do you? Yeah, he what? says that after after an overtime win, he's like, "Oh, we won, so it's over." No, yeah, no, it's not. 
You know, Steve... Okay, you're, you're wrong. I'm going to reference a different podcast on this one. Steve Dangle... Steven the, Dangle Glenn. From Steve Dangle Podcast said it best, and this is for all the wrestling fans that get, get this one. It's like winning the championship on Monday Night Raw, the Raw before WrestleMania. Yep. You, like cashing in the money in the bank, whatever. And saying that you don't have to do a rematch or anything like that, and it's over. The beef's over. Uh, I don't have to I wrestle. mean, they've done it before. I don't have to wrestle man at WrestleMania. What are you talking about? No. They've done no. it before. No. Kevin Owens still never got his title shot against Goldberg. Yeah, well, Never that got his rematch. Don't matter. Just saying. Just saying. Still salty. Just saying, don't care. Putting that salt in that wound, man. Just It's just sitting there. Anyways. Well, see? The beef's not over. Because it's still... Because it's, it's unsalted. It's in there. There's too, much, there's too much salt in this beef, man. Too, too much, much salt. salt. Got to put some hot sauce in there to kind of make it a little flavorful. No, you don't add... If it's too salted, you just throw it away. Did I ever tell you about the one time that happened? What? It was a it was a Leafs game day. I think it was during the playoffs. The salt shaker at the old house broke. Oh, and you poured salt all over your uh, eggs. Was it eggs? Yeah. And I threw the eggs away because I had to. Well, Cause, yeah, you're because I took a bite and it tasted like a salt block. Well, yeah, it's too salt. If you eat something that's too salty, your body will reject it. I remember I used to like I would take like listen. I know I shoot tequila, you know, with salt and limes now. I used to just lick salt when I was a kid. <laughs> We'd go to B-dubs, whatever, and I'd put salt in my hand and lick it, whatever. I'm pretty sure my dad was looking over at me, concerned that what I was going to become. His, well, he was his, right. All his premonitions were correct. Except for it wasn't tequila. For you, it was Firewall. No, I like tequila. I just It's a good thing I, don't, I just make sure I don't drink it all the time, because guess what? Tequila. Then you just leave the bottles everywhere. Tequila is just at Cabo Wabo. Hey, Sammy Hager, man. He knows what he's doing. Sure. He knows, he, he knows who to pay. He knows who to pay. Because he, he would not know what he's doing. Um, but going, but finishing up with the Chuck and Dowdy deal, there's two more games left between the two in the season. Yeah, and I'm interested. To see how it's going to go. Because listen, Kachuk's not going to forget it until the Flames beat up the Kings handily and do it consistently see, to where it's not. I'm just saying, if see, Drew, there, if, Alex, the, if Drew Dowdy just signed with the Leafs, if Dowdy just signed with the Leafs, no, if he held out, no, I don't want him. He'd but. I want. I would not want Drew Doughty on the Leafs. No, that's why we have Jake Muzzin. No, because then you trade for Jake Muzzin, and then you have Jake Muzzin and Drew Doughty on a pairing together, and just have them beat the holy heck. Listen, the Bruins would never be a factor. Tyler, the Leafs already are not a cup contender. We don't need Drew Doughty to enforce that. No, Drew Doughty wouldn't be the problem. He'd be a problem. I was about. To, I was just about to say. I caught but, myself. I was about to say I'd rather have Dowdy than Tyson Berry, but I'm not. Whoa! Sure. So I stopped myself, buddy. I said, that, "Where are you no, at?" I said, "I caught myself because I'm like, eh, that's not true." Yeah, that is not true. Dowdy's not Norse caliber anymore. I don't think Barry ever will be, but Barry possibly ba- could be. Barry has something that Dowdy hasn't, and it's more of a speed, more of a skill thing. Dowdy maybe in 2014, yes, but that's of course when the mm. Kings were the Kings of 2014. The, not they, a bunch they were of these, just the Kings. Not about a bunch of these old farts with 20 million dollar contracts. Right. Dustin Brown is still getting paid $9 million. See, here's my theory. Everyone, the, the, that, everyone that clicked on the hashtag GoKingsGo right now is like, and, and the stream. No, 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 no. Before you do that, I got this. Kachuk and Dowdy face each other two more times this season. But. Hunter Pelly minutes. There is also an all-star break. So. Oh, my gosh. They play in the same division. I forgot. That's why the oh my gosh this the Western Conference I love I want to go in that locker room to see there how, will be an to all measure s- how far their stalls are from each other no there will be there will be a game 
where they play on the same team. A three-legged skate. And it's Drew. <laughs> no, Drew Doughty, Drew Doughty will play. No, Drew Doughty. This is what will be happening. Someone from like one of the Eastern teams, if because that's what they do, right? They do based on division now. They don't do like East yeah, West. That's what I'm saying. They'll do the Atlantic. Yeah. So like the Atlantic versus the the Pacific, and one of the Atlantic players is coming down the side. Drew Doughty size he's sizing him up. All of a sudden, Keith freaking Matt. I almost said Keith Kachuk. No, Matthew Kachuk. Brady Kachuk coming in there. No, Matthew. Pick the name. Matthew Kachuk just takes a stick, swoop, and there goes Doughty. He's done. He's down. <laughs> Just going after Dowdy, and, the and then just Matthew, goes after Dowdy in the middle of the All Star game. Oh my gosh, dude. and the, and then that's the most wrestling thing ever. And then <laughs> they're on the tag team, like it's, it's like the epitome of a tag team match where the guy pulls, oh. jumps off the apron, where the let guy me, goes for a tag. <laughs> it's literally what it means. It's literally the exact same thing. Let me explain wrestling to you really quick. It'd be like if there was an All Star game and LeBron James was playing for the Western. He's playing what? for the. He was playing for the West. What? And then all of a sudden, he takes, Leonard. he takes off his jersey, revealing that he's playing for the East. Takes a steel chair and then swaps Kawhi Leonard on the head, and then puts and in the then game-winning walk, shot, and then puts in the game-winning shot. That's what wrestling and is. East, and the East wins, and then the East wins. That's how it works. Oh man! Ooh, ooh, ooh what? Jeff O'Dog. They're doing the quiz right now because the end of the first. Are Leafs playoff Our, locks or not? And Jeff O'Neill. This is a great one. Are the Leafs playoff locks or not? Do I we, say do we, do we no. Wanna, do we want to continue with the stream, Alex? Or should we Or should we leave them on a teaser? We should. This is a good point. Yeah, we'll leave them on a teaser. So, if you want to find out our different on. opinions on whether or not the Toronto Maple Leafs are a playoff lock or not, make sure to use uh, the hashtag TK, not hashtag TK, hashtag, hashtag the Keel Podcast at the Keel Podcast to get involved in the conversation and listen to us on SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. And tune in radio if you're weird, if you're really into that stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. But you can get us on there, because then that's where you'll hear us talk about if the Leafs are really a playoff team. Yes, the team that we cheer for! Not to mention other stuff, too. Yes, there's other, other stuff. stuff. too. All right, I'm going to hit the... I got to hit the... Yeah, you, you hit that button. Up, I have to go up there and hit the button. Go hit the button, Ty. Because we're still live on this one. That, that's what you're good at. Bye! Have Later. fun, everyone. Bye. <laughs> and he turns off the Twitter live... That good old experiment. Well, yeah, because it's freaking going. 1527. That wasn't bad. No, not too bad. 1527 as far as a... Nobody can hear me right now. Right. But, uh, so, I guess we'll uh, we'll talk about it. So, do you think the Toronto Maple Leafs are a playoff lock? Yes or no, Tyler? Negative goes for Adder. Good, because I agree with you. I just... Well, okay, so... We talked about... Give give the people a while. We did talk about... Steve Dangle. And, of course, Dangle went on the Steve Dangle podcast and mentioned how, and he said in his LFRs, too, that he thinks this team is going to be the 2020 Stanley Cup champions. First of all, he's wrong. It's going to be Tampa, just because, like I said last year, they were the best team in the regular season. They knew what it took to win in the regular season, but now they need to learn how to, what it means to win in the playoffs. And so I think with losing, I think, I mean, that's why I think Tampa's going to win. But in terms of the Leafs being a playoff lock now, it's they need it. They need something. I think maybe losing now is the best. And the way the Atlantic is already shaping up, unless the team gets hot at one point, I don't think it's hard for me to see Buffalo sustaining because Buffalo has showed me, Alex, time and again, that they can't do it. So I don't know about Buffalo. 
Right. Montreal, and, 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 Montreal. And you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll go deep and diver and we'll but, go, no, and we'll, go into, we'll go into the standings real quick after, after we talk about the Leafs here. And we'll I, say, no, st- no, standings are too early. It's true. I'm, I'm not going to get into the standings because it's too early. To, it's only reason why I look at the standings is see their records, their streak, how they're playing. I don't right, want to compare right. them yet because you get to America. You don't, you don't want to look at the, you don't want to look at the standings and say, Hmm, who are the pretenders right now? Well, we can talk about that. Just how, based on how they're playing in games. I'll tell you one right now, Colorado, they're a pretender. Uh, Edmonton's a pretender. Uh, yes, Anaheim yes. is a pretender. We'll, like, we'll get to those later on in the show, but talking about the Leafs, the Leafs are a huge pretender. We'll get that out of the way right now. I don't see this. Team. Don't hey, look know. at that. They're talking about Kachuk and Dowdy on the, on the quiz. There you go. Yeah. Relevance. See, clearly, somebody was somebody on TSN was clearly watching her to her live. I bet they were one of those interns, man. But no, I don't even think they're pretenders. I just think they don't even know who they are. They don't. They're not good. But you know, what? I'll tell. I'll tell they're, you who they're they not are. A, they're not a. Def- they don't know defense. I'll tell you who they are. They're a team that doesn't know what they're supposed to be because they come from a team. They're playing for a team that has a history of losing. And you know what? As of right now, they're not worthy of a Stanley Cup run. No, because they it it goes from I don't. It's hard to point everything at point anything at Dubis right now, because guess what? The team is within the cap. This team is stacked. They had the players they wanted, right? And the players that and listen, any other guess what? There are lineups that are worse than Leafs that are doing well. Anaheim. But I'm, but I'm, right. just, I'm trying to get at. And people, that, people so are say, people are throwing their arms up, saying, "Oh, we're gonna have to trade Nick Patan to make sure that we can get Hyman in the lineup." Yeah, so what? That's a that's a good freaking problem to have. But the prop, so you can't point the finger at Dubas. Easily, Babs is an easy one. Oh, Babs is such an easy one to point the finger at. All right. Well, you can always point the. You can. Okay. You can. The three people you point at: your star player, your goalie, and your coach. Period. Can't point the finger at Freddie. You can. I think he may have played one bad game this so far this season. So far, and they've played what? How many games? I don't. Bl- I don't blame Columbus last night because the first two goals were just brutal. Oh, I, I beg. Just, I beg your pardon. I, they played ten games. They the last. Then night, they only won five. I don't blame game the games Columbus last night because the first period those two turnovers Marner on the power play just giving up the puck and then forgetting what to do defensively is shocking. The second one where the puck goes off his own defense. What's he going to do? You can't blame. I mean, Austin Matthews in his defensive zone is just the softest. It's softer than a Tootsie Roll fruit cup. Okay, like, and, and it's funny because Craig, I, I hate a Tootsie Roll fruit cup. That's it's an old Letterkenny one. It's a classic one. Yes, I stole a catchphrase. Fire me, guys. We're on a we're a low level podcast here. Continue. I don't agree with anything Craig Button ever says. Craig Button's the most annoying guy on TSN. Okay, he went on overdrive today. Was it today or yesterday? The Why clip, are you asking me? The clip we were talking, we were listening to before we went live here. He was talking about how Austin Matthews is nowhere near the best player in the league. No. He's nowhere near a complete player. He can put the puck in the net. He can score. Steve Eisenman, Alex, from 83 till about 94, could score at will. Couldn't do a darn thing in the defensive zone. He's- Scotty Bowman comes in, saved Steve Eisenman's career. Tells him you got to play defense. Scotty Bowman and then did Stevie a, Eisman wins no. three Stanley Cups. Okay, that was it's more than just Steve Eisman. So well, I'm saying though, Stevie Eisman playing. You the do way, you do bring the in a good he, point though. You do bring in a good the, point. The way Stevie played in his young career, 
is the closest thing I could say compared to Austin Matthews now. He could score. Uh, yeah, I he guess could you score, could score. You could give him the. You could. Hey, he could have been a captain. He was captain. I mean, Austin Matthews could have been captain. Oh, I'm trying well, to. I'm, well, yeah, he was one of the. I know all the Wings fans listening right now. I'm like, you are not comparing. Yes, I am. Because well, why? he's he's a younger talent. He scored 65 goals. People forget that the Steve Eisman put over 60 goals, put over 50 goals. I think twice, two or three times. Then, yeah. Yes, I know it was the 80s, so it's an asterisk next to it. Everyone could score 50. However, but. His game changed when he had the right guidance. Well, the the whole the whole team changed though too, right? Because think but, about think but, about that roster. Okay, I'm I'm gonna pull up the '94 roster of the Detroit Red Wings, and I'm gonna prove to you it's not just the Detroit Red Wings. I'll let you have your point. The but '94 I'll, I'll team was different because that wasn't the complete team at that point. What I'm trying to say is that Eiserman's numbers adjusted when he realized that if he wanted to win, he had to change. And unfortunately, Babcock is not forcing Austin Matthews to change, which is funny because Babcock seems like the kind of guy that wants his players to play his way or the highway. And, you know, it's weird because I want Austin, you almost have to think that Austin Matthews needs to start playing like he needs to get his rookie minutes, where by that I mean offense is own starts only. Never start in the defensive zone. That's it. Because honestly, in the defensive zone, Austin Matthews is shocking. It is awful. I want you want him to be a complete player, but he continues to show time and again that he is not. Okay, so I have the 1993-94 Red Wings here. And I'd go to 90. Wait, what are you do you want the 94, 95 wings? Well, okay. What are you trying to prove here? By putting the right I'm strap? trying to prove that it wasn't just Steve Eiserman that changed. You know what? No, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. We'll go to 94, 95. Okay. The, the team that made it to the finals, but got beat by the one, three, one. Right. So right off the bread, right off the bat, one player that I see right off the bread, right off the bread, right off the bread. Cause it's butter. Oh, uh, there you go. That that was was good. good. That was good. That was a good save. So one, first of all, you added quite a few, quite a few people from between the '93 and the '94 season. They didn't have Larionov yet. It was the four of the because Kozlov was. They had four of the five Russian five. They had four. So Vladdy, they just got Fetisov, Fedorov, and Slava Kozlov. Correct. So not they added they added Dougie Brown. They had Cicerelli, Coffee, Draper, Fedorov. Cicerelli and Coffee were gone by '97. By the right. top year, they added Fatisov. Mark Howe was still there. Oh Const- gosh, Konstantinov and Kozlov were still there. They added Marty Lapointe, uh, Lidstrom, and McCarty. They got Osgood. I think Primo was still there. Yeah, he was there in '95. They added. He was part of the. He was part of the Shanty deal. They added Mike Vernon, and obviously, um, Steve Eisenman was there. So what? So, I'm, what I'm trying to say is. So what I'm happened not, was? Hold on, the, hold on. Hold on. It's not about the roster, Alex. It's about the player. No, no, hold on. Look at Eisenman's numbers before Scotty Bowman. But I'm not offensive even, numbers. But think about it. The player will always play different based on who is playing with them. So if they have a, he was t- playing with, playing with. Well, of course, I don't forget. The the Darren McCarty goal in Game Four against Philly was you want to know the points? I believe it was Iserman to Sandstrom, Tomas Sandstrom, 
to Darren McCarty. That was the line. Yeah. Because that line was supposed to do that. But the thing is that I'm saying, right. I'm not talking so, about the roster around him. That, that's regardless so, of this conversation. No, it's not regardless because players will Look. always... No, 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 no. How is, how is Connor McDavid playing right now? You're, people are saying, oh my goodness, he's he's doing great right now. He's looking faster than him. He looks he play, so competitive. Because he plays and, a Leon Dreisaitl. Not even just Leon Dreisaitl. And he's also playing with James Neal now, too. Oh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, he's doing great right now. Well, you add in a player like James Neal, and that happens to you. Steve Eisman gets some added help on the defensive side, and he gets some added help on the offensive side. And you add and you add in the fact that you're Scotty saying Bowman that is there. you're saying that Steve so Eisman, yes you're saying that I Steve Eisman's game never changed. No, I'm that not. Was, I am not saying that. I'm what I'm saying is players adapt to their situation. So in '93, in the '93-'94 season, Steve Eisman was playing with a different group, a group that didn't necessarily fit him playing a more defensive role. Ninety, the '94-'95 season, and past was the quote-unquote progression of Steve Eiserman. It He went from a young prospect who was named the captain and scored all these goals and all this uh, good Jacques stuff. On a Jacques team. On a Jacques Demer team. And add in a... F- of course, it... A it, all-star it, lineup, almost. It helped that Scotty Bowman threatened to trade him to Ottawa. <laughs> so, you, you add... You either in, change you, or you go to Ottawa. Well, Ottawa at that time was... Awful. So you add in the fact that you have Scotty Bowman, a Stanley Cup champion and god of hockey, if you will, and you add in all these different things, all these different players that, quite frankly, they give him a bit of help. It you you give that nurturing for players. So you you could say, yeah, Austin Matthews, you know, he should be you know getting more nurtured because because you're adding in players like. Like Jake Muzzin and you know, oh you're 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 keep you're keeping Marner but you know he's not he's not necessarily like you know one of those guys so hey you know he played well with Marner the other day and they were playing some solid minutes and you know they just click so maybe if Marner and Matthews played together more maybe they'd be more successful who knows but it's it's not just Babcock it's a lot of other stuff so if you're adding in stuff that doesn't work it just doesn't work because sometimes the stacked teams don't win they don't because that's why the Leafs don't win what I'm trying to say is St. Louis Blues won and how many quote-unquote all-stars did they have on their team Vladimir Tarasenko there you go Ryan O'Reilly Alex Petrangelo I mean Jaden Schwartz played like an all-star but what I'm saying is for Austin Matthews eventually he'll someone will find him to actually be able to get him to change but here's the thing you have to lose in order to win. You can't just be Sidney Crosby and get put on a team, and then all of a sudden, boom, everyone comes together at one time. Right. He was fortunate enough. Austin Matthews cannot, I repeat, cannot play a 200-foot game because he is, I, I just don't get it. Because here, okay, I don't know what the U.S. National Development Program does. Oh, come on. It's not the national. No. Jack Hughes can't put up a point oh. save. I'm saying defensively. Defensively, they're He's, not expecting him to. That's why they're bringing in Jake Muzzin. That's why they're bring. You know, they're trying to build up their. A, they're building up their defense because they're like, well, our offense split. Offensive players are meant to score, and our defensive players are supposed to play defense. You know, I'm, I'm just playing. And with you bring the, in Tyson Berry, and that's your defensive. You know, I'm just I'm just playing with the cards I'm dealt. You know, I'm just you know doing what I gotta it. do. You're the coach. Fix what? Fix Austin Matthews' game. 
Okay, yeah. Listen, but- Mike Babcock was blessed the fact that he came into a Red Wings team that had Henrik Zetterberg, who was at that point close to a veteran, Pavel Datsuk, who was already a game changer, Nicholas Lidstrom. He had already a veteran lane team. All he had to do was say, all right, let's put a couple of these lines together, and boom, oh, look, Stanley Cup. This is pretty good. All right, there you go. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying that the Stanley Cup was all him. It was kind of like Ken Holland when they won in 97. It's not his you, team. You mean 98? Because he was he took over in 97, 98. Was 90, the 98 Cup was his yeah, first he, season. Yeah, he went into 97. Though. Jimmy DeVolano won. He was the, that was his last year's GM. He won the Cup and he reti- uh, quit. No, that, that's what I mean. Like, Ken Holland came in in 97. But that's why the 02 and 2000, well, the 02 team was a salary cap. That was that was no salary cap. But my, my point is, Austin Matthews is not expected to play defense. But, He's expected to score goals. All right, it's then, like it's like as it's soon like, as the puck goes the other way, get him off because you saw the game against Columbus. He's last not time. good. Neither is Marner on defense. But what I'm saying is, is that you, hell, I'd as a, say as a coach, I'd say William Nylander's better at defense than freaking Marner. As a coach, that's your job is to develop these young players who are still moldable. Into 200 foot players instead of trying to just, I get it. The idea, I've always heard the saying, work on your strengths 80% of the time. I get it. I understand that. But yeah, and that's want, why they're paying Austin Matthews upwards of $10 million. But the point is, though, is that, listen, you can get all that money, but you're never going to win if you don't figure out how to play a complete game. Right. There's and a I, reason I, why. I agree. Because guess what? You want to know how many times the, the wings. Before the 94 season, before they, or actually, excuse me, before the, before the cup run 95 to the finals. Yes. How many times they made it past the first round after Jacques Demers? Because there were the years, of course, I think they had a couple good years, but they always got beat by Edmonton in the. Just because Edmonton was good. Yeah. Because was, those were the Gretzky Oilers. I believe they lost in the first round in 91 or 92 to St. Louis. 93 of, of course, was to the Leafs. 94 to the Sharks. They didn't know how to win. They didn't know. Scotty Bowman came in in 93. So the first year was a little bit weird because they were the best team in the league and got knocked out shockingly by the Sharks. So it was weird then because Scotty Bowman was still Scotty Bowman. He was coming off of winning two cups and a president's trophy with the Penguins. Right. And so then he, but then they made it to the finals and they were the best team in the league and they won 97, 98 and Scotty Bowman became the greatest coach in the history of time. But it just cemented it really. But the thing is that you ha- he had to learn. Someone has to come in and actually convince these guys that putting up hundred points isn't the be all end all. Re- holding, holding the other team, not letting them score because guess what? The Leafs' defense is still not the best. But, yes, they are they are putting pieces in that are getting better. I get it. They're leaves and bounds better than last year. However, uh, I'm just saying, okay, I'll be honest. I'd rather, on, on, I'd rather, I would rather have the Hunlack pairing right now. Really? Well, okay, spring Hunlack. Really? Spring. Really? I want April Polak. April Polak. Not October through March. April Polak. Okay. But I... Bit of a stretch. I just, eventually this team will learn. Someone will figure it out that outscoring your opponent will not work in March, in April. No, it won't. And that's what we, we've been forcing the teams to score less than you is, is the attainable goal. But right, right that, now that's it's the, looking, it's looking unattainable. That's the point. Just the you, way the score is, goals and you keep them out, but you can't be like Dallas these past few years where you're just like, 
I'm gonna stack my forwards and I'm gonna I'm gonna stack score. Their forwards, they have one line. They had Ben, Radulov, and Sagan. What, Joe Pavelski's gonna come in there and save the day? Corey Perry? No. <laughs> They're not stacking the forwards. They've had a good line. Ben Bishop had a great year last year. They're not having good years in goaltending this year, and they're realizing that, man, we are not that good of a hockey team. They've never been good. They haven't been good. The last time they were good was when Brett Hall had his foot in the crease. Ah, Marty Turco. Oh, there was that one year Marty Turco took him to the conference finals. Yeah, with his batting glove. My goodness. Yeah, whatever. By the way, that's one thing that still gets me. That man wore a freaking batting glove. That used to be the thing. Eddie Belfour did it. Johnny Van Beechbrook did it. I did it one game and it just didn't, it just feel it didn't feel right. But that because because don't forget, Alex. Up until probably a few years ago, getting shot to the glove actually hurt. Yeah, you're fine. So I added a little padding to it. That's why baseball players still wear batting gloves and it helps with grip too and stuff. But the, the Leafs are the Leafs are looking years away. They are looking like a team that is years away from ever winning the cup. They're it's, not complete yet. They're. They the players are not yes you can say well you need to add defensemen no you need to teach your forwards to play defense you got to realize that scoring five goals a game will not win you a Stanley Cup this is listen the game as much as you want the scoring to come back up we may not get to the eighties we may never ever go back to the eighties and I don't want that to be the case I like it to oh my oh oh my gosh they scored and you know who scored Casper Kapanen a guy that can play kind of at both ends of the rink. Kind of. Uh, more, more than Matthews. More than Nylander, Matthews, and Marner combined. He plays Pete Gate pretty good. He does. Got a shorty last night. Hey, I like him. I like I love Cappy is probably the one guy out. For some dumb reason, he's probably the only player. When he's not throwing a stick at players, is probably the one that I actually don't mind. But all I'll, I'll, all I'll say is this. This will, this will be my last point. Want to know why Boston's so good? Whoa, 23 listens on our, uh, 23 watches on our live feed. There we go. Woo! Hey, it's better than zero. It's probably because you were on there. That's why. It's probably. Um, but no. You want to know why Boston's so good? Because they have amazing talent up front. They have, you know, one and a half, I'd say two lines now, two f- defensive lines that are solid. And I, I don't say solid as in, yeah, they're pretty good. No, they're good. They know how to stop the puck, and they know how to get the puck up ice, and they know how to score. And they also have a goalie that is Vesna candidate every year. He just needs. Some that's money. what you need to win a cup like that's nowadays. What, that's why I look like. That's why I looked at Ben Bishop last year. So and said he Ben Bishop. So more than anyone deserved the Vesna because he was on such a bad defensive team. He had Mira Heiskanen, right, and and Klingberg, right. That was it. And that's why when 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 you see the Tampa Bay Lightning get eliminated like. Like that, you're just like, what happened? You're they supposed ran into to a hot goaltender. You're supposed to be the Stanley Cup champions. The you're playoffs a, are dumb. A favorite. Playoffs are dumb, and Bobrovsky was hot. So it was a mixture of the two. But my last point is that Freddie Anderson, regardless of how good he is, he is not a cup goaltender. Okay, Adam Copeland. I'm. I'm just. He's not. Because he hasn't had the help. Oh, no, come on. Okay, you want me to, Alex? How many games have you been like, yeah, Freddie should have made that save? I say, uh, about, yeah. every, I say about every goaltender. I can say that about, but yes, there are games that I watch in particular and see Freddie say, Freddie could have had that. Okay, so, but how many times would you say that when Game you look seven at- Game seven the last two years, yes, absolutely, Freddie played awful. But then again, when you play 70 
games a season. You're gassed. Okay, but you when know you're getting fifty shots a game. Yeah, but how many how many games does Rask play? Less, because he's got Yarrow Halak backing him up, who is who's looking like Yarrow Halak from 2011, 2010. Right. So a good, capable backup. Yeah. A so, goal, a cap, so so a so, so hold. I'm going with this, and this is what I'm trying to get answers out of you. Freddie Anderson by himself is not a cup goaltender. No goaltender is goal goal goaltender tandems win cups. Defense that knows how to stop the puck and get it up ice, win cups. By the way, Boston Brad, just scored again. Brad Marchand. And solid and capable partner, all-star forwards, win cups. Do you want me to go so, to the last four cup So hold on. Teams? So hold on. You have Toronto. You have, you would say, Austin Matthews is is a – He's a he, – no, he's a he's a 70-foot player. He's a 70-foot player. He can play and his own. John Tavares – who is probably one of the most complete players. He, he is one of the, the one, if not the com- most complete. On the top two lines, he's the complete guy. Yes. And on the defensive end, you're not you're struggling. So as of right now, you could say with your forwards not playing a lot of defense and your personnel issues on the back end, your defense not looking good. And then who's your backup? Hutchinson? He's not a capable goaltender. Yeah, he is. No, not for backing up. Yeah, no, for perfect for backing up. Starting, no, absolutely. Winnipeg learned that the hard way. What I'm saying, it's it's you can't okay, you can never pin the backup. That last goal by Marchand, it's a snipe. Why does Marchand get left alone? Ian Tullock, right that, now. Yeah, Ian that, Tullock, that, that goes back to defense. Ian Tullock. Would you would you rather have Halak or Hutchinson? Listen, if there's a way that Ian Tullock is listening to this show live, because he's made a good point. Matthews and Marner have been brutal defensively in this game. Literally what we're talking about, Alex. Exactly. I'm, it comes down to yes, you want you want to say that Matthews and Marner they need to be developed. No. Yes. No. If they have if they have the contracts that they have, that is not a development problem. That is a that them is a problem. not controlling the agent problem. That is a them problem. If they're just sitting there all summer long and they're like, oh, I'm just going to snipe corners and just do this and blah blah blah. No, work on your defense. Work on your footwork. Know how to. Use your stick other than more than a poke check. Learn how to use your body without breaking an arm. And then also, hey, while we're at it, why don't we add some defense and, you know, just try to win a cup? Because as of right now, me and you agreed, they're not a quote-unquote playoff lock. I don't see them making the playoffs just like they, that They right will now. only make I would rather have them. Get- I would rather have them get the final wild card spot and have all of Leafs Nation just breathing heavily as we just scrape into the playoffs and then do something from there and the, get hungry. The thing is, the funny thing is, Alex, is that they're going to finish third again because Florida is not looking scary. Montreal, they'll be competitive. They'll keep it close. They only, man, Don't forget, they only finished about four points behind the Leafs last year. Right. And there's Detroit, who has got promise, but nah, Buffalo, unless they... If the Buffalo holds on, if they keep this up, yeah, the Leafs should be terrified. Because guess what? The Metro, despite the Devils absolutely sucking, is still crazy and dumb. I don't... They're monsters. I don't... know. They're, they're... 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 It's a melee. The Metro the, melee. The melee of the... Oh, yeah. That's melee right. of the Metro. But they're going to get in just because the rest of the Atlantic is bad. Or inconsistent. Unless, like I said, unless I'm proven wrong and Buffalo just... Inconsistent, Continues. which which they're part of that. They're inconsistent. Yeah, is it? I think it's still true in 2019, the calendar year. The Leafs are a 500 and below team. 
I think that's still true. I, if I'm not mistaken, I'd like to see the, I got to see the record, but they're not, they're not a, I, there's nothing to prove that they are a competitive hockey club that can compete in April, can compete in May, because guess what? They won't even get to May. They, they may not even get to, I'm trying to think of what's a date in April to look at. When's Easter this year, Alex? Or in 2020? Uh, Easter in 2020. Let me look it up. If it's in March, well then, you know, I mean, they make it there because that's the regular season. I just want to know just so I can say I was right. Easter 2020. Easter 2020 is Sunday, April 12th. So playoffs will start. Ah, okay. They'll probably play past that. They'll get to the first round. They'll play Boston. And you know what? Maybe just for the for the sanctity of myself, they lose in four or five. Just so we don't have to worry about that again. How about just so I don't be just so I'm not doing just so I'm not trying to do screwdrivers after ten beers. Because I don't want that again. I'm pretty sure since we live in a completely carpeted apartment, I don't want to do that again. How about... Because the playoffs will start right after Easter. Right. How about March 29th? Nope. Does that seem fair? They'll still be in. It's it's, uh, two It's it's so hard to not look at them and say they... Yeah, it's two weeks before Easter. I don't... Listen, this team has a good chance of making the playoffs. I don't have a problem with that, to think that. My thing is, I just don't know if they're going to be a competitive playoff team. I just, I don't see it. I really don't. Unless something happens over the year that gets them fired up and gets them in the right direction, I don't see it. I didn't see it at the end of last season. I don't see it at the start of this season. And yes, I get it. With expectations come criticism. 2017, Alex, is still the most fun year of being a Leafs fan I've ever had. Yeah, because there weren't any, any expectations. And they were just, hey, this team's good. They're doing all right. They made yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, because they have players on their ELCs that are just rocking it and doing everything that they can to win games and try to go for the cup. Just, they just were run to go and the gun. Cup. They were, just they were exciting. But, yes, you're right. There right. are expectations. And, the ne- and then the next year, they set the most points ever by the, by the franchise. And nothing. Nothing. But, no, yeah, you're right. There are expectations. There are expectations. Nothing. Like last year. Austin Matthews, I have expectations of. You want to know why? He makes so much damn money. Listen, Ford. Mitch Marner, I have expectations of. Because you want to know why? He makes so much damn money. William Nylander, I have expectations because he got the contract that he kind of wanted and held out for. Tavares, I always will have expectations of him. And you know what? For the most part, he... Exceeds those expectations just because I won't say exceeds them, but he meets them. He's cl- he's he meets them at least at the very least. You he cannot meets them. point the finger at Tavares. You cannot point the finger at Anderson. You can point the finger. I, you at- can point the finger at Anderson. Not all the time. Not all the time. I'll give you that. But I would say at least forty percent of the time, you can be like, "Come on, Freddie, you got to make that." It's funny because Kelly's horrible. Like I gave it to Gardner quite a bit in his time here, but boy. Does it really look like the Leafs could use Gardner right now? I said I liked him. Has he, has he been? I, I'll be honest. I know I haven't. I know you know Kane's been doing all right. Has he been playing a whole lot? Uh I want go quick. Look up his uh, hockey reference, or I just go up his NHL stats because they'll have his a, his ATOI. Because I don't know how good his back's been and whatnot. Because that was obviously the big point was that if his if he was going to be hundred uh, percent, it's just frustrating to want this team to do well. And consistently watch them and think, "Wow, this just is not a good hockey team." For what for what 
this team is getting paid for what they're paying for this team, there's just not enough. And you can't point the finger at the, like you would think the inferior players, your, your Nick Shores, your Jason Spetzes, you can't blame them. You can't say this team is doing bad because look, you know, you're having your awful, your awful players right now are being, you know, your top, your top guys. Your Matthews, your Marners, your I mean Nylander's playing all right, but I mean Tavares got a broken finger I and mean, he scored with a broken finger. Uh quick update on Jake Gardner. He's played all nine games this season. He's got one goal and an assist. Um he's currently rocking a negative one plus minus. Does he have his ATOI or do I have to go to hockey reference? Average time on ice? Uh he's well he his time on ice. So for the last five games, so I'm going to start in. I've got the time on ice for the last five games. Do you have? Okay. I do. So the October 11th game versus the Islanders, he played 17 minutes and 32 seconds. Versus the Blue Jackets, he played 19 minutes and 38 seconds. Um, he played the Kings. It was 16 minutes and four seconds. So a couple 1739. minutes. 17.39. So yeah, 17.39. Which is a whole almost about three and a half minutes less than what he was last season with the Leafs. Right. So... He has been. Oh my goodness! So he's it's a, funny. He's it's a funny. he's a second line defender who is playing just shy of twenty minutes a night. It's funny because from day one he was a twenty plus minute guy, and yet Marner and Matthews don't get twenty minutes now. And they're and that was when Garner was just a third pairing defenseman. Yeah. Well, then but again, those. But you're also saying those I mean, Leafs teams were pretty bad. They, and you can also Leafs, argue that defensemen play more. Period. I'm trying to think who their defenseman was when Gardner was there. There was obviously Fanuf. It's just easy math. I mean, you you say, hey, you have three. Carl Gunnarsson. You have three lines of defense, so six. You got six defenders versus twelve forwards. Six defenders are going to play more than twelve forwards. But what I mean is, like, when you, Gard- you can't make the comparison the, between Gardner and Matthews. That's but I'm just saying wrong. In Gardner's early career, though, he should not have been playing twenty minutes, but he had to because of how bad the team was. Right, and as of right now, he's playing appropriate minutes because he well because he has guys like dougie hamilton and stuff like that exactly i think this is a good way to segue alex get out of the leaf so we can be a little happier to dom decisions article the athletic i think that would be because we're talking about time on ice and stuff like that and one of the posts he made was about time on ice and uh, dom i think this was written where is it it was uh, seven hours ago okay yeah day and a half more like today he wrote about players that are playing more than expected, less than expected. Just, you know, just a good old, you know, hey, let's look at, you know, let's, because let's, I don't say overreact, but let's talk about stuff that we've noticed here in the first two weeks of the season. Why don't I think you're overreacting, or at least this article is. Oh, you're talking, well. I feel like this guy, listen, The Athletic, yes, you could say that some of these articles are purely for hockey nerds, and I, and I love it. I love that this there's a this niche. You're welcome, by the way. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I don't really, you... I, I don't use it, but thanks. Um, but I, I I like the fact that there's this like niche part of the community that's just straight up you know nerd not over stuff. But Ian Graff. I don't I don't really care why Kale McCarr for the Colorado Avalanche was projected to play 22.5 minutes and his actual is 18.6. And why yeah. does that matter? It doesn't matter because the Avalanche are playing, you know, some of the best hockey right now. Right. But, so, so, so I'll, I'll well, let's go over. Yeah, a couple. go, go, go into. The, well, I mean, just talk about the article real quick, and then you know, I mean, we can talk about because honestly, I. Okay, so 
one of the one of the people that or one of the players that they have on here is for the Boston Bruins, David Prostenuk. How, how appropriate we're he losing, scores. we're losing to them, and we're talking about him. He was projected to he score play, two goals. One of them counted. He is projected, or he was projected to play sixty eight percent of the power play for the Boston Bruins. His actual percentage is seventy five percent. You want to know why that is? Because elevated power play. He's good. He he just purely he is. Well, I think it's a great power play asset. And if he scores goals, why wouldn't you want him on the power play? I'm just trying to make sure I look at this. So yes, it, it it makes sense that he's on he's 75% of the power play time compared to 68%. Well, and they're also conther- converting at 37.5%, which is going to go up after this game because I think because I believe his goal was on the power play, his between the legs and my goodness Brad Marchand, just stick him in the. They're just going after Gauthier. They're like, "Oh, big boy, Oh, and look at Big Boy going to the box. Chara's going off for tripping. How can Chara go for tripping? He can't. Oh, he's got the long stick. That's yeah, why. Yeah, exactly. And well, his, stick and like his Easton's also a pretty long stick as well. Yeah, by the way. Oh, no. Battery's running a little panic. Panic at the disco. Panic. Panic. But enough panicking. Well, we don't need to panic now because they tied it up. Well, yeah, they at least just tied it up. Alex Kerfoot. Sniper. Wait, Alex Kerfoot sniper? Question. Wait, what? Kerfoot sniper? Sniper foot. Oh yeah, carefully. What's his What's his average uh, time on ice? Probably, probably. He's on there a lot. Well, now that Tavares is out of the lineup. Yeah, it's more than more. expected. And and why is that? Because Tavares is out. Oh, who cares? I wasn't going on that. I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm, I'm just talking about this article. Just because I. For me, it doesn't matter. He, but for he, for, he, for other people, this this can be really this can be really good for somebody. I mean. He wasn't even mentioned. It was Trevor Moore that the Leafs guy that Dom Lecision was talking about. Right. I mean, uh, you, okay, Buffalo Sabres, because we're staying on the B teams. Rasmus Ristolainen's playing better. more than he was projected because, to because he's playing better. Duh. Well, okay. If, it's if, simple, man. Th- that's literally, this article, Alex, is literally for people that don't follow every team. It's, well, don't even, you don't even have to follow every team. Because Mikhail, they're looking at Tampa. Mikhail Sergachev and Kevin Shattenkirk, okay? If you're not following the Bullets right now, you don't know that Mikhail Sergachev, the guy that we always say that that contract's going to be huge when he gets signed because he's an RFA. Right. Uh, he's not having a good year. No. And nobody, and guess what? There's a lot of people, Alex, that are not us. They don't follow the Bullets. People out West. Our friends from San Jose listen to us all the time. Yeah. They don't know Tampa's having trouble with Mikhail Sergachev. I mean, if they listen to the, the grapevine, they should. Oh, uh, exactly. But you know who's doing well? Kevin Shattenkirk. Who would have thought? At if a, mil- a player's playing good, you play him more. It's easy. So you're it t- just makes sense. So when at Matthews is hot, is it raining or is it windy? It's pouring. Sorry, we're, I just hear the wind outside the window and I got distracted. My ADD. The wind coming. outside the window. My wind outside the window. Winder. Winder, and that's that damn winter's there. That's what they sound like over there in Florida. They kind of sound like this a little bit. In certain parts of Florida, yes. Yeah, no, no, that sounds like rain. Rain, wind. Earth, wind, and fire. Oh, yeah. No, it's, 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 it's October. It's October. It's October. It's October. All right, there's no problem. But travels, it's everywhere. Robert Thomas. Hmm. Who? Oh, they're talking about the St. Louis Blues. I, I was looking at one of the other ones from... I say it again, who? Robert Thomas, guy that played big minutes last year for the Blues in the playoffs. They said he's down to 9.9 minutes on average. And and it's just kind of... I mean, he came back from an injury, so that's why he put it on there. That was, like I said, this, it's literally an article saying, if you don't follow every team, here's what you've been missing. 
Because that's what you have. But to, see, that's that's, it's, what you, it's that's so what you, specific. It's you, like you're picking out certain players that you really wouldn't pay attention to. It's like here's a guy that came off injury and he's playing less than he's supposed to. And blah, well, blah. no, because it, it's so it's so, so specific. So Alex, imagine this. I'm gonna. This is why I'm devil's advocate on this, right? How does this affect the Leafs, Ty? Trevor Moore's playing more. Great. You want to know why? Because he's playing. Tavares more. ain't there. No, Moore's a winger, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, Tavares ain't there, so they had Moore's, to switch up the lineup a Moore's bit. Moore's playing more better. He's playing better more. He's playing more better. Great. Uh, but I, well, okay, imagine, so like I said, you watched the finals last year. Hey, that Robert Thomas guy, he's playing pretty good. And then all of a sudden, you see, like, you just randomly, hey, let's see how the Blues are. Wow, Robert Thomas is not doing well this year. You don't know that he's injured, so Donald Sajan puts it up. It's literally a refresher. For some people, they For don't. very specific players. Well, Oscar, Well, okay, let's look at Connor Brown, who's playing more for the Senators. Nikita Zaitsev and Tyler Ennis, former Leafs. Because, yes, how does it affect the Leafs, Alex? Good question. Nikita Zaitsev, how are they playing this many minutes? Why is Tyler Ennis playing? Because they're the best players in the Senators. Because <laughs> the Senators are not a good... Listen, Sabarin can't save that team by himself, guys. He needs some help. But... I don't know. It's it's more that this article is just nice because it lets you know how other teams are doing if you don't follow them all the time. And that's the point of being a national, a league-wide journalist. If you're a team-specific guy, then yes, you focus on your team and that's it. But not everyone follows those guys. Some people don't strictly follow the Leafs. You know, some people follow, you know, down goes Brown, Dom LeCision. But guys like Justin Bourne, Ian Tulloch, James Myrtle, they'll follow just the Leafs, but there's other writers as well. You know, your Kevin Cruz from San Jose, our, you know, our John Hoven who writes in LA, Scott Powers writes for Chicago, but they write for their own teams. Right. Unless you follow and read each and every team all Unintended. the time. Unintended. What? Well, you said that and I was like, right. Get it? Because they write. Ah. I said yeah. right as in the See, af- I, uh, affirmative. I See, I wasn't paying attention there then. But... That's why that's why we do this because we we mentioned the obvious people that you know what if people follow hockey religiously yeah they know that Chuck and Dowdy hate each other but you know we gotta let them know we gotta tell. yeah but we don't get specifics we're not talking about I went specific I said he went right for his ACL sure. right for that muscle we're not talking about how he was how Pavel Bushnevich was expected to play forty percent of the power play but he only played fifty six where are you looking at which team are you looking at there bud New York. The Rangers. Oh, yeah. I say again. We're losing to Arizona right now, by the way. Yeah, I say again, why? (laughs) You're just like picking up just like certain players. Well, you had to find. find, There's probably nothing really unexpected about the Rangers in terms of on ice time. Capacaco is going to play a little bit big minutes. Capacaco. Panarin plays half the game because who else are you going to play out there in the power play? But I just thought it was an interesting piece, you know? It's interesting, that's for sure. It's funny because I always get like, there's there's always three things I get throughout the day. I get my dumb Premier League news from Bleacher Report telling me how bad Manchester United is <laughs> all the time now. I'm sure City fans are like, ha, suck it. Yeah, I know. Who? Uh, City fans. Oh, Man City. You know, because remember, remember, remember Alex about 10 years ago? Well, actually a little more, about 15 years ago when Man City was just gosh awful. And the, the class of 92 was still wrecking them every single time they played them. The Rude Van Nistelrooy's, your Giggsies, your both the Nevilles. When I was obsessed with soccer? Yes, yes, Ty. Those were the days. Yes, Ty. The good old days. 
because that's when I that's when I liked watching Dutch soccer. Dutch, yeah, Dutch. Just because Ruud van Nistelrooy and Iron Period. Robin when Robin was a young lad. That's no. how long ago it was. Yeah, when, when Robin, Robin was, was young. young. When Robin was considered an up and cover. Remember when Wayne Rooney was just this little kid from Everton that came over, and then he just ended up being God he real just quick. Became Wayne, when he became Wayne Rooney of every time he touches the ball, Wayne Rooney, everything's the greatest. Wayne Rooney. Here's Rooney. He could be like in his own end grabbing the ball. Just by himself. Then again, that's just Manchester. Everything. Manchester United is literally the Maple Leafs. That, I'd say Liverpool. Yeah, Chelsea, they suck, but they're publicized to hell. Chelsea, Liverpool. And they and always they, have like the one guy that, oh my God, he's amazing. But his team sucks. Like it's Pogba right now. It's Pogba. He's, Does he, he still play there? Yes, unfortunately. But like Man U, Chelsea, Liverpool are the Leafs, Bruins, and Canadians of the NA, of the Premier Chelsea League. is not the Canadians. Uh, no, because they're in London. They're one of the biggest clubs in the league. I'm saying they're like they're one of the the biggest, undoubtedly, unquestionably biggest franchises in the Premier League. Dude, Chelsea. Is- Arsenal has not been a factor for so many years. They're like the Arsenal, Chelsea's Pittsburgh. Arsenal is the Rangers. Chelsea's yeah. Pittsburgh. Chelsea's Pittsburgh. Yeah. Always decently good and somehow still there every year. Yeah. You want to know who Tampa is? Liverpool. No, because Liverpool hasn't been... Liverpool always... Because they're good, but they They fail. They just fail. Like, eh, we're gone. So then who would Montreal be then right now? Would they be Arsenal? No. uh, Stoke City. What? Stoke City. No! Yeah. Stoke City is like Florida. Hey, we're good this year, guys! Oh, we're not good anymore for the next three years. Oh, we're good again, guys, for one year. Like half a season. Buddy, that's Montreal. <laughs> no, Montreal at least is popular, though. Stoke City's just there. Stoke City's popular. Light, no, you know who I cheer for every year, Alex? Who? Ever since they won it. Less light, uh, Leicester. Uh, Leicester City. Leicester FC. Because they were literally Florida. They are Florida. Because the Pan- Leicester City wins the Premier League. Florida Panthers win the division. <laughs> No. And nothing since. Nothing. Mm. No, no. All right, because Florida's what? been, they've actually won more what? division championships in the last Leicester. Leicester's uh, St. Louis buddy. No, because St. Yeah. Louis has at least been a competitive team. St. Louis, I would probably say, is like Sunderland. Mm. I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of like another mm. top club. Maybe mm. Man City. No. Man no. City would be, probably be compared to Chicago now. Because remember those years? No. Like, no, yes. You want to know why, Alex? Because those, oh, the, 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 you know, 2000, 2005, 2006, oh, Man City that? was awful. Man City was awful. Like the what's Hawks. The, ooh, they get a couple team? players and boom, they become like this dynasty. What's the one team that uh, has the black and white? Newcastle. Yes. Is, Newcastle has not been relevant since the Bush administration. Yes, Newcastle. You want to know who Newcastle is? L.A. (laughs) We had... Why? Because they're black and white? Uh, Yeah. And also they they were really good in the... Just... No. No, No, you're right. They were not. They were not. Newcastle are the ducks. You want to know why? They had a movie about them, and (laughs) they suck. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) They had a movie. A movie that everyone knows about. Santiago yes. Munez. Munez. Santiago Munez. I turned that, I literally think it turned into a gosh darn meme overnight. 
What Santiago? Sandy. No, the the goal, the the free kick goal. Uh, well, remember the when Hideo Itami did the go to sleep? They made like a huge deal about that, and they put it to the that video movie. Oh. All because of time on ice. All because of time on ice. Second period's almost done. About 15 seconds, partner. You know, mm. I just... Was there really else that we really want to talk about today? Jeez, we got we got through quite a bit. 90 minutes, wow. You know what? I think this is a good stopping point. How long did we do this show? Oh my gosh, Muzzy, get him. Oh, he's going after pasta. Which one is he going after? He pasta. Looks, listen, he could grab Marshan. He could grab pasta. He can grab pasta with his beard. He could just spear for Oh, it's, fu- it's funny. So... Kelly looks at Jake Muzzin. She's like, oh my gosh, that beard's horrible. And I'm like, I'm, I almost want to show her a picture of Joe Thornton. I'm like, uh, hello, and Brett Burns. Muzzy's it's, just trying. It's hockey. Unless you're, okay, unless you're like Nicholas Cronwell who takes good care of it. Like a long beard like that does not last long. Don't forget, Alex, right now, because remember like the old pictures from the 70s and the mustache and stuff like that? Those used to be like, that was part of the style. This day and age, right now, the style is the slicked hair with the beard. Slicked hair with a beard, or if you're Austin Matthews, a dirty white boy mustache. Well, that's just because he's trying to grow facial hair. It's just not working out for him. Or like a like a but a, I, pre, a premature dirty Sanchez. So eventually, Alex, the beards will go away. It'll become unfashionable. Because you've oh, seen you've God. seen the picture, Austin right? Austin Matthews needs to shave that rat off his face. Well, you I don't so. look good with it. So someone showed a picture. I think before the game last night on Sportsnet, they had a picture of Matthews and Marner kind of leaning on the bench the same way next to each other during one of the games, and probably on Saturday or something like that. And I looked at Kelly and I said, that's going to be, you know the famous picture of Dougie and Wendell at a face-off talking to each other? This, the, they were like kind of like holding their sticks, you know, leaning on their sticks a little sure. bit. Sure. Don't know what you're talking about, but sure. I'll show it to you later. But the people that are Leafs fans probably know what I'm talking about. That's going to be the in the picture of Marner and Matthews leaning up on the bench against each other next to each other. It's going to be the exact. It's going to be that photo. If Matthews, so people Mar- are going to get t- people are going to get tattoos of that one. Get tattoos of it. Ask for signed copies until two thousand fifty nine. Well, I don't know why it's such a specific year, but it's if they become what they're going, if they can evolve into what they're going to be and how great they're going to be, if they can become legendary, that's their picture. I don't know, and and that's the funniest thing is this is the closest team that'll meet to the 93-94 standards. If they don't win in the playoffs, it's going to be an absolute buzzkill. But there have not been two icons on a team like that, like such recognizable faces since Dougie and Wendell. You see, like you look at Doug like, Gilmore... Was he was he an icon before he came to? He won a Stanley Cup with Calgary. He was a great player, but he wasn't an icon. You say he's an icon because he played for Toronto. No, because he just no. He he epitomized the Leafs. Listen, tell me what what Doug Gilmore did after leave when he was traded from Toronto. Nothing. He went to New Jersey. Went to Chicago. Went to Montreal. Played on some good hockey teams. But yeah, but he was an icon because he played for Toronto. Right. Doug Gilmore, Doug Gilmore plays on any other team. He's probably looked at a good player. He's a good player, yeah. But he's not... But he's an Doug, icon. He's not on my socks, Doug Gilmore. Yeah, because he played for Toronto. And the That's same, purely it. Same thing with Matt Sundin. Matt Sundin could have gone to Colorado with Quebec had he not been traded for Wendell. 
he would have been a fantastic hockey player. Great Dude, hockey player. I'm just saying. When, but if, Wendell, been, if Wendell Clark and Doug Gilmore didn't play for the Toronto Maple Leafs, they would not be icons, period. Well, period, Wendell Clark period, was period. drafted. Wendell Clark was given the spotlight when he was drafted number one. Okay, I'm just saying, if those two played together, but they played for a different team, they'd not be icons. No. I think, well, if, it's, when, it's a Toronto Wendell thing. would have been the Daryl Sittler. He would have been the solo guy. Except, yes, there was Lanny and there was, of course... Mike Palmatier, and there were there were players in that era. Uh, Rick Vive and No, I'm just saying like those two if those two still played together but they just didn't play for Toronto, they wouldn't wouldn't be icons. It it's wouldn't just, be, it it's would, it just be purely because they played for Toronto. Maybe Montreal. If they, but I'm, I'm, if it, Austin if okay, if Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner played for a different team, they would be what Colorado is. You got two solid forwards. Arguably, you know, just Stanley Cup worthy, but they're on you know the wrong team forwards. Like they, but since they're in Toronto, they're icons. It's it's in well. You want to know why? Well, if Joe Sackett and Peter Forsberg always be icons because they're Hall of Famers, of course. But and they also won cups. Yeah, well, two. Yeah, they two. Won, yeah, they yeah, won two, two cups. They, they, it's plural. yeah. You you want to know why Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin are icons in Pittsburgh? Cups. They could have won a cup. That 09 Cup, Alex. Don't forget, it was seven years between cups. Okay. That 09 Cup, they could have taken with them. They right. could, they'd be Hall of Famers without the back-to-backs. However, the back-to-backs are just what, it's what's going to get Matt Murray someday put in the Hall of Fame. For some dumb reason, it's what's going to happen. I'm just saying. Just saying. If Mark you Hel- can, you if can Mark, hear me out on this. If Mark Hell can get in the Hall of Fame... Steve Eiserman and Sergei Fedorov okay. would not be icons Okay, if I they can, didn't win a cup. I can probably go through the Red Wings roster and tell you. Like, look at those If teams. Steve Eisenman did not win a cup, he would be remembered as a good player. A great player. He'd be a good He'd player. He'd be looked at like Dougie Gilmore. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because Dougie never won a cup. No, excuse me. Dougie never won a cup after coming to Toronto. Sorry. He won in 89. I, I would be remiss because he actually had... If I'm not mistaken, he had the so yeah he'd be, he either he had, had the empty net or had the game winning goal. He'd be a Dougie goal. Gilmore, but he wouldn't and and he would be res, he'd be remembered as Steve Eiserman. Wouldn't be remembered as the captain. Period. Right. When Wendell Clark was, so well, when, Wendell when, Clark will always be a captain. Wendell Clark and Daryl Sittler. captain. Well, yeah, because they're not still, the captain. Okay. With the exception of of Theodore Lindsay, name me another captain from the Detroit Red Wings. Not named Alex Delvecchio either. Or it's Henrik Zetterberg or Nicholas uh, Sedgwick. Okay, hold on. So, excluding Steve Eiserman, Ted, Lindsay, Ted Lindsay. Ted Lindsay. Ledstrom. Ledstrom. And Zetterberg. And not Danny Gear, because the only reason I know Danny Gear was a captain is because I know that he was the captain before Eiserman. Well, that doesn't former count, 50, Former 50-goal scorer Danny Well, it's Gehr. still a captain, though. I'm, just, I'm trying to think of, like, because the Leafs had so many, like, outstanding captains. They had... You're Charlie Conacher, you had George Armstrong, you had Matt Sundin. You had so many great captains that were star players. But like Steve Well, so did Detroit, though. But Steve Eisman was... You're, Steve you're, Eisman did it you're for, trying to compare no. the two, but you're having a bias towards Toronto, But Steve Eisman did it for... No, I'm saying that Steve Eisman's the captain because he did it for so long, and he was always the guy. The Leafs had, like, shorter stints with, between captains. That's yeah, what you want to get know at. why? Because they... Well, because Harold Ballard was an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> Harold Bell was a psychopath. Um, yes, and I mean, of course, there's there was just so many more that were was I don't know was Sid Howe a captain back in the forties? 
for the Leafs or no, for the, the Wings? He was the 43 captain. The 43 cup captain. Or no, he was on the 43 team. Sid Howe? I, I know. I'm trying to think of it myself. He, I think he, he was on that team of the I don't think lost. he's captain. I can't think of it either. But the the reason why Steve Eisenman is known, I mean, yes, you'll always know Nicholas Lidstrom's a captain. Ted Lindsay was a captain. Alex DeVecchio was a captain. I don't think Gordy however was. I honestly don't think he was. He was not. Because Alex DeVecchio was given it after Ted, I think. Or maybe. But hold on here. Hockey reference to the rescue. Detroit Red Wings list of captains. So, Henrik Zetterberg, Nicholas Lidstrom, Steve Eiserman, Danny Gare. Make some notable ones. No, no, no. I want to know the list. I would like to keep going after Danny All Gare. of them? Just keep. I want to. Fine. Reed Larson, Errol Thompson, Dale McCourt. Reed Larson. Okay. Wait, Dave who? Dale McCourt. Oh, McCourt. Dennis Hextall. Danny Hextall. Good right hook and a good shot. Nick Labette, Paul Woods, Dennis Hextall again, Dan Maloney, Danny Grant, Dennis Polonic, Danny Grant again, Terry Harper, Marcel Dion with an Oh my gosh, Marcel Dion was right. Then he demanded a trade. I remember that. Yep. Uh, Alex. Okay, I don't remember that. I like, I know the story. Um, Alex Del Vecchio, Alex Del Vecchio again. Mickey Redmond was for one year. Really? Was that the 50 goal year? Or was that after the 50 goal year? That was the year that they had a bunch of freaking captains. Everyone it was the, got it. Was the, it was the 73-74 season. They were bad. So it was Mickey Redmond, Nick Labette, Larry Johnson, Ted Harris, Alex Del Vecchio, Gary Bergman, and Red Berenson. They were all captain in that one year. Jeez. It reminds me of the one year the Griffins like changed captains like four times. Um, Alex Delvecchio, Gordy Howe. Gordy Howe did get it. Yep, fifty-eight all the way through sixty-two. So pretty much um, until two Ted years Lindsay came back. Two years before that, Red Kelly, uh, Ted Lindsay, Sid Abel. All oh, right, because Ted Lindsay got traded, and then he lost the captaincy Flash because Holette, Mud Bruntu, Mud Brunito got Alex Mud Brunito. The yeah. By the way, I was going to tell you, uh, Ebby Goodfellow. You're welcome. By the way. Yes, the those were the 36-37 teams. Yeah. Uh, Mud Brunito. And it's also it's just a good name. Uh Doug Young, Herbie Lewis. So Sid Howe was never a captain. This were no. because you got Mud Brunito. Mud Brunito. Sid Abel was though. Mud Brunito, Alex. For those that do not remember the name of Mud Brunito, he was the guy that scored the game winning goal in the sixth overtime in the famous I think it was the first game of the playoffs against the Montreal Maroons, where Normie Smith got a one nothing shutout. In a in a nine period eight and a half period game, congrats! Literally the longest shutout in the history of hockey. The, the I think it's still the longest game. Yeah, probably, wouldn't doubt it. Mud Brunito, that's just a that's a name. Like Actually, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, whoa, hold on here, hold on. What happened? Hold Did on, your here. Wikipedia. <laughs> hold on, your Wikipedia update or something. Hold on. Now, I thought I just saw it. What? Hold on. Sid Howe? Sid Howe was the captain. Alongside Eddie Ebby Goodfellow. Okay. Captains were were co-captains in the 1941-1942 season. So the so he was the cat. So who was 43 then? Who was 42-43? 42-43 was Sid Abel alone. Okay, so. 
He was Sid for Howe, a year. Sid Howe is the captain of the Wings team that blew a 3-0 lead in the Leafs. Yes. <laughs> they were that team. Back when the Stanley Cup looked like a cigar. A long cigar. There were some, you know what? I would like to go through all the captains one day. You just could, did. I mean, no, I mean like of each team. I'd love to. Hockey reference time. That would be a summer show. Angry August. I am, oh, oh no, my gosh, Angry August. The no, worst captains I, for each franchise. I am not doing that. I am not going through every single freaking I'm talking, captain. I'm talking California Golden Seals, the Cleveland Barons. No. We're going through every single team. No. I'm just saying, that'd be an angry August. The worst captains in the history of the NHL. Talking about Seattle teams, did you see the crap that they did with the the neat, the Space Needle turning 100 or whatever? So oh, they, yeah. They, so put, they put their top five teams in the capsule. The top five names in the capsule, and they're going to come out later. Oh, that's right. Shoot, TFC and New York FC, New York City FC. That'll be on Wednesday. All, My goodness, you know, TFC you, you have, all know damn well that they put the single team name in there. You all know. Well, yeah, it's one of the five. No, it's, what I'm saying is they though, put the one in there. What I'm trying to figure out is after the season that they've had, how in the blue hell is TFC still in a chance? I mean, they're they're three wins away because they play in the MLS. It's it's they've had such a bad year though. They are play they, in the MLS. I know. Tag. Are the Sounders off this year? They've not been that good. You are asking the wrong person. I know dude. the impact are bad. In who, Vancouver's not as good as they were. Who are the impact? Montreal. Oh, they have a team? They're not good. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a reason why TFC's won like the last three or four Canadian championships. Because they end up playing Ottawa Fury in the first round every year. Beat the heck out of them. Ottawa has a team? Ottawa, no, Ottawa, that's a USL team. So they, they have USL teams playing it's MLS now, it's, teams. It's like the FA Cup. It's like the FA Cup. That's where, not fair. That's <laughs> like saying... Oh, yeah, we're going to have the Michigan Cup. It's the Detroit Red Wings versus the... The you Grand Rapids Griffins. No, no, no. Oh. It's going to be the Detroit Red Wings versus the Kalamazoo K-Wings. Great! Tanner Sorensen leading the rush. And the winner of the Florida Cup, the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Florida Everblades. They beat the Everblades. Not, ta- not the Lightning. They beat the uh, Panthers. No, the Pentacle. They beat... No. You know they who beat win- the Orlando Solar Bears. No, you know who would you know would be in the final? The Pensacola Ice Flyers. Is that a team still Dude, in the I SPHL? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, freaking Sh- yeah, Illinois. The Chicago Black so- Blackhawks versus Peoria. Great, <laughs> Peoria Rivermen coming in to win the Illinois championship. The SPHL saw a three-way. Tournament was a round robin event between the Chicago Blackhawks, the Chicago Wolves, and the Peoria Rivermen. And the Rock, no, the Rockford Icehogs will be in as well. Oh, and the Rockford Icehogs, great. And the you know what they no, also, and the Quad City Storm. And they just hey, you know what they decided to throw Cody Walsh plays my boy. They Cody, decided Cody to they decided to throw in a, a college team as well. So Robert Morris was also in that. Robert Morris ACHA Division Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> great, great. <laughs> You're doing fantastic. <laughs> and they lose the block. Yeah, the one versus eight seed, the Robert Morris Division Three team against Chicago Blackhawks. And 25 the, to zip after two. And the Robert Morris uh, team decided to forfeit after their goalie had a heart attack after letting in 17 goals <laughs> in the first, in the first period. <laughs> what about Andy D. Chris Farrell played for them? He played for their D1 ACHA team. I, well, see, Robert Morris? Yeah. Well, Dude, see, screw Robert Morris. See... I, you think, I was thinking about this the other day. What? And, because I, I was listening to the CM Punk 
interview for 31 Thoughts. Oh, God. I don't know if they ever talked about college. I haven't gotten all the way through it, but I thought about this. There's so many great players that come out of Chicago. You know, your team, Illinois, your Chicago Mission, your Chicago Young Americans, through those minor hockey programs. But nobody has, there's no college. There's no Division One college in Chicago in the Chicago area. I don't think there's one in Illinois at all. No. Uh, no, there isn't. Ilney have one, don't they? Are they D1? Illini? No, they're ACHA. Ilney. Who? Ilney? They're, the, they're the fighting Ilney. The fi- yeah, but no, Il- University of Illinois does not have a team. So, why don't, like, they have the money. It's not a money thing. I mean, they're close. It's, it's the same reason. Okay, you look at the downtown New York area. What's the major college down there? New York University. New York University. Do they have a D one pro? Do they have a D one program? I don't even know if they're even. Are they NCAA? No, I, they're, I, no not. they're not. They're not. So it doesn't matter. So you can't go in. You can't put an NCAA hockey team. What I'm trying to say is that Chicago is such. You could put a team. I, Illinois is probably the closest. University of Illinois is probably the closest to getting a Chicago a team in near Chicago to have a Division one team. They have. They have a decent rink. They could probably expand on it a little bit. Listen, it's just not the culture there. It's not. Chicago is not a hockey-centric place. But that's what I'm saying. Champaign. It'd be in, it'd be University of Illinois. I'm just thinking around right. that area. Yeah, but because the closest it's, they it's have, not, it's so it's not a matter of you know does Chicago does Chicago have enough money or anything like that. No, it's just it's not the culture. But that's what Chicago like, is a well, niche football and basketball centric place very much basketball because i don't know michael jordan played there that's why that's why university of marquette is still one of the despite not being a national contender every year in basketball they're still a very popular school for kids exactly so that's why it's like right i mean and north carolina that area so i mean yes i'm still including university of illinois even though champagne's what hour and a half couple hours away from illinois it's illinois the right smack dab in the middle between kalamazoo and for Western Michigan, and Madison, the Badgers. Those are the two, I think, closest Division One teams. Yeah. Uh, well, smack, not, not I wouldn't say dab. smack dab, but that's, those are the two closest teams to the area. Sure. Because, of course, you have Bowling Green over in Ohio. and You also have to remember, not everybody goes to the local school. Right, and that's why... Teams still come out, players still come out of Chicago and they go to Wisconsin, Minnesota, wherever, you know, wherever they get their commits from, wherever they get or offers Florida from. Florida or, you know, Alabama. Alabama, Huntsville. That'd be the only team in the South that'd go. Actually, I'd only go to the South for a hockey team. And Huntsville, Alabama would be the only place I'd go to. Because it's, you know, well, I guess Arizona State technically has a team, but I don't know what their broadcast situation is. And Hunter, You might as well be uh, broadcasting their roller hockey team, Ty. I mean, heck, they have a good team. They do. They have a pretty good hockey club. I so and and was it the N C R H A or is it N R C H? No, it's uh, N N A R C H with a lowercase H. No, I thought it was the N R C H A or something. National like Roller North American Roller Hockey or Com- n- I don't remember what it was. National Roller Hockey. Cl- or no, it was North American something because it was like Narch. It looked like Narch with a lowercase h. It was dumb. Is it I'm looking it up. Real but quick. I, I want. See, it's it's a hard part because, and it's funny. I was because remember how we talked? Didn't we? Did we talk about it on this show or was it off air that we talked about a college hockey podcast? Because I remember we talked about it, and 
I actually found out there's actually quite a few shows. And I'm going to start getting N-C-R-H-A, into it. National Collegiate Roller Hockey Association. Oh, National Collegiate. Okay, I thought you were talking about like the pro league, that, that semi-pro league they had. Is Grand, no, Val- no, is no, Grand no. Valley part of that? The NCRHA? Yeah. Yes, they're part of the Midwest League. Division two. I think is what they are. Uh, they have, I want to say it's a, I want to say if they have a D1 program. I know they play Rivertown because there's nowhere else to play. <laughs> Oh, right. I th- no, I think they have like a D1 and like a D3 program. But anyways, they it's interesting because you want I, – I just – Are we talking want, about roller hockey or are we talking about what? I'm talking college hockey. Okay. Because I remember we mentioned like there's not enough college hockey content and I'm glad e- – ESPN Plus is a wonderful thing because there is so much college hockey on now. ESPN 3 too. Well, ESPN three, yeah, they do. They have some, but they have. I mean, but, all but like, the freaking like GSU home games are on ESPN three. Oh, did you hear about that? The Ashland Hail Mary. Yeah, the guy. That's that, what I'm hoping happens to with freaking Davenport this weekend. Oh no, no, because the best part was Alex because they had the Grand Valley guys call it, and the guy Tom something or other. Well, yes, it was like, and they scored. Oh no, and they and it's caught for a touchdown. Ashland, and it was the most. It was like Joe Buck bland, like but divided by like a thousand. It was so awful. It was it, bad, and it was like because it was national. But I'm just saying, like having ESPN Plus because there's so, you go on the schedule for the weekend. It is outstanding. Women's hockey, Liberty, ACHA Liberty gets on every week. But dude, you also have to remember it's very hard because you have all these. You have very few outlets and so many hockey programs. But that's what I'm saying. You're I'm, saying I'm just glad that this ESPN Plus allows the ability for this expanded coverage. Well, right. But, that's, and, what and, so, and, that's what I'm so. That's what I'm. And that's why for. they're also able to, you know, possibly potentially do something like you know, something with the women's leagues. Right. And or women's league at this point. Women, yeah, the women's NCAA women league. division ones. Yes, I want. And that's why the NWHL going Twitch is a great thing. But I've already talked about that before. But I like the fact that there is something in that direction that. College hockey is getting more expansion because now for a few bucks a month, Alex, you can watch as much as you want. Now, yes, I can't because, well, they play the same times I broadcast. But, you know, I mean, of course, Notre Dame still gets the NBCSN games, which is awesome. And there's always games on the well, big Because they're a big program. And because Notre Dame has the NBC rights and all right. that. And Big Ten Network still has games every week. I don't know what they're going to do when the conference changes because I know the Big Ten conference, I think, as I've heard, is dissolving. But... I'm just glad that there are steps. Wait, 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 wait. Big Ten Conference dissolving. The 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 hockey conference. It's going to be... I remember I talked to Harrison about it a little bit. Oh, yeah, and, dude. Freaking have half them go to ACC. Or uh, what? what's... Hockey, uh, no, it's going to be like... There's going to be a new conference coming up. It's going to be like the CCHA, but not. I think Ferris is going to be a part of it. It's going to be Michigan. It's literally just going to be, I think, the CCHA with more. I'll, I'm going to get Harrison on here in a couple weeks, and him and I will talk about it, because... Maybe. Because I'm curious to see what it's going to look like. Because if it's the CCHA all over again, awesome. You want to know why? Western and Ferris every other weekend. Hey, I'm okay with that. Those are, uh, yeah, those are those were some classics. You had the Lawson Loonies versus the Dog Pound. Let me tell you, them bucking Broncos versus them biting Bulldogs, man. I tell you, those are some fun battles. Back for in Chris sure. Kunitz and when Scott Foster was the goaltender for Western Michigan so long ago. Before he was the the emergency backup for before Chicago. the accountant goaltender, he was a goaltender, a third string goaltender for the Western Michigan Broncos. Yeah, 
But uh, wow, we've been yeah, we're about how many minutes? What are we at here with the about uh, probably two hours? Oh, we're at yeah, we're at about two hours. I'm looking at the game time. How much time we left in the third period? Because we started right around puck drop. Yeah, and yeah. Bes- no, bes- before we started getting into this tangents part, we were like, oh hey, there's about 15 seconds left in the second, and then we d- went through the entire second intermission. Yeah, so about two and a half minutes into the third period. Yeah. Face off in the leaf zone, one back by the Bruins. Walks All right, that's out. enough of well, that. That's I, enough. I got to stay in game shape, man. Game shape sure. is important, man. But got a, uh, got a big I think I got a big game this weekend. Yeah. Central and Davenport. There you go. But, 0 and uh, 4 versus think, 3 and 5. Uh, I think that's a this is a good place to stop. I think it is. So, uh make sure to use the hashtag the keel podcast at the keel podcast on Twitter to get involved in the conversation. Hold on, Alex, wait. Are we are we on it soon enough cuz I got to hit the play button for the for the intro. For the intro. Or no, for the outro. For the for outro the- song. Because the one we got back, remember? Do I, should I hit it now? Uh, yeah, hit it. I'll get it. All right. All right, there we go. Perfect. Ah, yes. Mmm, it's good. It's good to be back. All right. Hashtag the Kiel Podcast. At the Kiel Podcast. We will for Tyler. I am your host, Alex. We will see you next time. Goodbye.